Season podcast, we are back again. This is episode <laughs> Cien Hundo, bitch. <laughs> Excuse my language. I'm sorry, Cien. 
Never on this one. I mean, demonetized 10 seconds into it. 100. There we go. Kenny T is back in the building. <laughs> I mean, highly requested people in the comments. Yeah, when is Kenny coming back? Fans, then what you gotta say? Kenny? Episode 100. I need, I need like, I need like two bars of rap or something. I should, I should do like Rick Ross and get up and leave. You <laughs> 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 can take a bathroom break and dip. OT oh is in the God. building. Don't check me, bitch. Check that engine light. Dean is in a motherfucking building Goddamn me It's episode 100 I'm a little lit Goddamn Uh-oh. me I'm feeling good Memorial Day mm. Actually Memorial Day mm. Shit man mm. I feel it mm. Like the energy man Trail AC uh, Back in the building It's another episode of the Crew Season Podcast How you fellas doing on this glorious Night I know Patreon a little frustrated By now they typically had a part But you know Shooting it today. Shooting it today, man. Y'all, if my boy cool, he gonna he gonna get it to you today. So if you're here today, you got it today. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be a stretch. Don't lie to them people. It's gonna be a stretch. But uh, but yeah. So I mean, uh, I don't know. Today is episode 100. I, it's still hard to believe that. I think Smooth just looked this up before we started this thing. We started the part in June of 2020. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're now we damn near at the two year mark, even hundred episodes in over what six hundred thousand downloads, something like that. Y'all want the real numbers? Y'all want the sure, 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 man, sure, man. We got some time, but before, while bro looking them up, you know, again, I just want to thank everybody that done tuned in, everybody that supported. Uh, the fan base has grown tremendously since that first episode. Uh, I remember we was doing. We was doing about five hundred views or six hundred downloads or something like that at one point. Yeah, we first week, started we was doing that a week. A week Even and though that put us above a lot Anyway Yeah <laughs> But right now All time mm. With the 100th episode We at 661,865 downloads Wow Wow That's crazy Woo That's, that's pure audio only Um yeah. What else? TikTok, what we at? 293? Yeah, almost at 1,000, I think. That's, that's. A week we're doing anywhere roughly between goddamn 12,000 to 15,000 downloads a week in seven days. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I think YouTube is at 158,000 downloads, I mean, uh, views a month or something like that. Huh? You know, just coming off the top of my head, I, I, I can't, I can't verify them. But you know. in the top point five percent of all podcasts on the planet, wow, in the world, Craig, come on, man. Okay, so before we go any further, I just like, how, how does that feel to, to hit these numbers thrown around like that? Tell them I need my money now, man. <laughs> <laughs> Put the work in, goddamn. I ain't retired what yet, a, so we still got chick. work to do. What a check mm. yet, man. True, but I mean, we got to stop and still you know working. enjoy. Small celebrations You know I've been reading That's A book uh, called Atomic Habits And they was Speaking on that You know people have A, a habit of just Acknowledging their Accomplishment Then boom I'm on to the next goal mm-hmm. Which leads to like A circular life of stress So going forward You know I just want to stop And kind of smell the flowers A little bit You know what I'm saying Don't get me wrong Everybody A lot of people be saluting us A lot of people be giving us A lot of credit But you know In terms of ourselves We don't even really Look at it like that It's just always on to the next thing Next That's thing true. Next thing That's true. So with this being episode 100 
and these numbers being what they been, I think last time I looked at Apple, we was like 31 in the world, ranking-wise. Mm. Um, mm. You know, 22,000 on Instagram, which is uh, absurd. Um, I think Reach, we was down there at, at a million impressions a month in YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just... It climbed up recently, too. Yeah, I mean, just, just, just wild numbers. So, I just wanted, like, how does that feel to hit at, man? We done been putting in a lot of fucking work to get here. A lot of work, man. Do y'all feel fulfilled? Right, my check ain't here. I don't feel fulfilled. <laughs> Damn. My check ain't here. So the last 28 days, we've had 2.2 million impressions oh, on YouTube. Me. Damn, I sorted us a whole... A whole million. Damn, my bad. We up 106%, my G. And that's on YouTube. Woo-hoo! Jesus Christ. Come on, man. Um, And they say we not working hard enough. Who said that? Put him out the room. But no, nah, I mean, somewhat, somewhat, I do feel fulfilled, man, because especially recently, the content we've been putting out and then the messages mm. that been have been sent to us, it's been like real personal. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, oh, oh boy, that uh, I seen uh, Shedrick, that I seen ran into him, you know, at Bucky's Random. You know what I'm saying? He showed love and was like that we helped him out and stuff like that, so... Yeah, I mean, we definitely, I definitely feel it. We feel the impact somewhere because it's almost every time I step out the house, somebody see me. Mm, that's and a fact. Of course, I'm wearing the crew stuff too, but still, like, they always see me showing up. I was just at HEB uh, last night, mm. and somebody was like, bro, I fuck with the show. He just left it at that. Like, hey, yes, yesterday, a, a woman, older woman, I was at a function, and she was like, she looked at me. She looked at her phone and looked at her. She was like, you're a crew season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ran into y'all on TikTok. I've been watching all y'all on TikTok. You the one that sit on the end? Yeah, man. <laughs> you the sit on the end. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm out at the mall with my wife and son, like, a couple of days back. Mm-hmm. And a dude kept looking at me. Yeah. And then he walked up on me when he seen me and my wife walking out the store. He was like, yeah, man, I fuck with the show, man. Can I get a picture? And I was like, all right, cool. We good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I was in my work clothes. Man, I'm approachable, man. That's love. You run up on me, man. That's love, man. Me again, which is <clears throat> again, just to hear that, just to see that that type of reaction, you know, it makes it makes it feel like it's worth it. It makes it feel like we're getting something, you know, accomplished. A lot of people don't don't understand like how much that goes into this thing, you know. Everybody done sacrificed something sitting at this table mm-hmm. for it, you know, for us to have these type of accomplishments. This shit don't happen overnight. This is an organic build. This is not a cosign build. This is not a, hey, go check out these, you know, got somebody with 10 million followers, hey, go check out these people, Paul. Like, it's not that. It's building from the ground. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with that comes a lot of hardships, a lot of late nights, a lot of long fucking drives, you know, speaking to Kenny specifically, uh, which people don't, don't understand. Bro is driving an hour and a half here, hour and a half back, sometimes doing a turnaround trip just to shoot a three-hour part and dip back. So, you know, again, we get to talk about sacrifices and, you know, what it takes to make this thing what it is. It's a lot that go into that shit. And, uh, you know, me personally, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm proud, you know, to, for us to have the impact that we have and the influence we have and all of that. I feel like it's warranted. You know, I feel like our, our message has matured. When we first got on here, it was a, you know, we were just talking shit, you know, essentially. I mean, it was still informative. It was still entertaining. But we was talking shit, you know. And as we get older and as we mature, people having families and, you know, we realizing the impact that we're making in terms of the, you know, listener group is people that's 17, 16, people that's 55, 60 listening to this part and, mm-hmm. you know, taking something of substance from it. That mean everything to me. 
You know what I'm saying? So those numbers kind of validate the message that we're giving. You know what I'm saying? So that's my take on it. That's how I feel, man. Um, proud. Proud of y'all boys, too. Because that's another thing a lot of people don't understand. When you have this many moving parts, that makes it that much more harder. Everybody got their own lives. Everybody going through what they what they going through. You know, and, and still finding a way to pull it together and come up here and give y'all the content that y'all enjoy every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, and salute to y'all, because y'all done been understanding. There's been times where yeah, we ain't dropped apart. To the fans, bro. You know, uh, <laughs> times that y'all was looking for that motherfucker, we told y'all Tuesday morning, hey, man, it ain't coming. <laughs> yeah, <man>. but, uh, <laughs> salute to the fans that really support for real. Yeah. You know, and salute to the ones that, that be watching but be hating on the sideline. <laughs> to y'all, too. Yeah. And salute to the ones that want to support, but you waiting on somebody that you really mm. fuck with to support. That's, you know what I'm like, that's just a fact. That's we see it all the time. So yeah. it's all y'all, man. But like all of y'all make this part what it is. You know, um and you know, we appreciate it. And we're gonna keep on climbing and we're gonna keep on setting new milestones and new goals and just keep on kicking ass. So that's why I see it going. Um should half of them be sending us our content that we do anyway. Right. So we appreciate that. Yeah. Because without y'all, half the stuff we wouldn't have. So. I have to do more digging. That's very, very true. Kenny T. Everything that we done sacrificed and time we done put in. Like, how does, how does it feel to be to be where we are in terms of the influence? Or, or do you feel any change in terms of, like, Influence and lifestyle Or whatever the case may be Well not lifestyle necessarily But like just influence And impact In terms of the part From now From when we first started I'm just trying to use All my PTO days (laughs) (laughs) Well guess what I'm here so I don't get fired Uh, <laughs> he trying to beat the contract minimum. <laughs> I ain't let nothing roll over. The minimum. <laughs> That's why we about to renegotiate. <laughs> it's gonna be pay for play. Y'all gonna see Kenny at one oh six. No, you laughing. <laughs> no play. Oh, no pay. Fuck all that. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I mean it's cool. You know me, I don't like all that limelight stuff, so. Is what it is, but I see it impacting. Some people ask me questions, I answer back. So, uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, you actually responding to people now. I always respond to people. You yeah. said you just be ignoring them. Oh, I, I respond to them. He ignore the ones that on, be trying to holler. They keep on talking, and they be like, "All right, man." I okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can say, "I got a three message minimum." I'm up out there. That's designer. You trying to extend this conversation? Long and it need to be extended. I got you. I got you. Yeah, but I mean, again, just, you know, I, th- I think that's probably my, my favorite thing about the part now is just us being aware of the, the impact and kind of putting out content that reflects that. You know, it's not irresponsible content that's being put out. It's really well thought out, even though the, a lot of times the uh, the topic list and itinerary ain't that thought out. But I, I feel like in terms of speaking, everybody done improved in terms of getting what they want to say across and and it's, it's, it's landing, clearly. The, the numbers reflect that. So salute to y'all for that. Um, but let's get into the docket today, man. We got some, we got a lot of things to talk about. While we on a serious note, I kind of want to stay on this serious note, and then we're going to get to the jokes and shit later. Um, recently in Uvalde, Texas, uh, there was a shooting took place in Rob, Rob Elementary. Um, gunmen went into the school, killed 19 kids, two adults, um, and he was later killed. 
uh, when the um, Border Patrol ran in there and, I mean, with the tactical team from the Border Patrol ran in there and took care of what they had to take care of. But 50 minutes, you know, elapsed between the time of the first gunshot and when they went in and got him. Um, so, again, I, I just want to get y'all take um, just on just thoughts. Like, when y'all first heard the news, how y'all feel like the situation played out, could things have been different, the and the impact of it going forward. I don't think, for real, for real, the impact, I don't think that's going to change. Hmm. I don't think that's going to change because <clears throat> of the people that we empower to put in office. You know what I'm saying? They they there for money reasons. They're not there for moral standards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? With all these mass shootings, how many how many happened in Texas? Too many. You get what I'm saying? How many happened in Texas? And how many be with a kid that's under 25 years old? We had El Paso. Yeah. Kind of recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, we had quite a few. You know what I'm saying? So just looking at that, bro, like, when people don't care about that. They All they care about is some money. You affect some money, then they then they trying to throw you in jail for life. Outside of that, they ain't their kids. Their kids go to private school. And that's 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 just how I feel about it. I think that shit just crazy, man, that motherfucking going to school and just knock off kids or go in the store and knock off innocent people and then go to jail and try to plead insanity. Come out alive. At that. Come out alive and Come try alive. to plead insanity. Come on, man. And they're not putting you on capital murder. You know what I'm saying? They putting you on first degree. Mm-hmm. All that shit is capital murder. Like, I don't know, man. I got I got fucked up feelings about that. I don't know. It's, it's at the point now. It's like I don't want to say I'm numb to it, but it's just I'm on the verge of you know. It's like that's what they try. It's like, to it's like to. super frustration to what you like fed up, and then it's almost like helpless because you. At the end of the day, like, you know you can't really do nothing about it. Mm. And it just puts you in a fucked up position. So you just, it's like you just stuck. And I hate it. Because we was just, shit, we just had the, the shooting in Buffalo. Right. And what I'm, what I'm upset about is it didn't get near as much as this. Mm-mm. And I, because one, it was black people. And two, this situation was a bunch of kids involved. Yeah. Now, I'm not taking nothing against, you know what I'm saying, what just happened with the kids because it's just equally as bad. But it's, I just hate whenever we go through something, it's not magnified like other races. But just in general, this shit is, I don't know, man, we, we, we focusing on the wrong things. There are other people that's terrorists out here and it's not us. We the, hey, we the criminals though. We the real criminals. We the monsters. <laughs> Thugs, the thugs. You know what I'm saying? Jesus Christ! How they introduce us? Well, you see it all the time. Come on, man. But I also hate about us too. We need to fix our own shit internally and mm. stop and stop making it worse than what it is. Valid, valid. Kenny, when you first heard the news, hit your phone, timeline, TV, wherever you found it out at. What was the immediate thoughts? And again, what do you feel like the repercussions of this is going to be on forward? Mm, I mean, it's sad. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, I can't disagree with that. I think we have become numb to it because we we feel helpless in trying to change the gun control laws and everything like that. We say vote, vote for this person. Okay, you vote for this person. I don't even believe most of our votes count. I think they're gonna pick whoever the hell they want to pick. Honestly, mm. 
Because you have NRA that can put millions of dollars in this and in this pocket. This can put this money in this and in the pocket. All this lobbyists and mm-hmm. shit. That should be taken away regardless anyway. You shouldn't be able to buy a senator's side to follow your campaign and your company. That's true. Mm-hmm. Somebody give you a million point three dollars. Okay, now I'm going to side with you. Mm-hmm. The, the way it works, though. That's, that's messed up in its own right, but I mean, you can't have 19 kids get killed. And did the cops go in and they're saving their kids, arresting the parents? I mean, you, you know, you hear, I don't know the whole truth. You know, it's two sides to the story or whatever it is, but most of them saying the cops ain't going there until later because the cops didn't want to get shot. But you got this guy locked in one room shooting kids. Allegedly, I mean, they was waiting on the SWAT team. Mm-hmm. And you the Border know, Patrol I mean, been going so in and killed they, the dude. So that's why they ain't going, allegedly. I mean, fuck. There's a, there's a point in time when you got to say, I'm a cop. I'm gonna go in there and, and risk my life because that's what you really do when you're protecting the people, the right. public. That's what we pay you the money for. If the SWAT, by the time the SWAT team get there, hey, this what it is. But you got kids in there that can't fight for themselves. They can't fight off no 18 year old. They ain't gonna go at no 18 year old with no gun. So you just but AR. You just gonna take target practice. You don't want to got bulletproof vests. Yep. Kids five to ten years old, and I, I was doing research. Um, Spokesperson for the FBI said protocol is is for mass shootings that once a gunshot goes off, police are encouraged to run in there and, and end the threat as quickly as possible. Like back in the day, it used to be, okay, we're going to wait for SWAT to get there, but that's not protocol no more after all of these um, mass shootings. Protocol is, especially if you hear gunshots inside the building, you run in and do what y'all got to do. End his life. Because it's, you know, because it's a situation where there's kids and teachers in there that are completely defenseless. So if we waiting for SWAT, which could take 50 minutes to get there like it did in this situation, now you got 19 you people did. need to do. Right. I mean, so, at what point does your moral stance as a cop right. say, hey, I'm going in there. You got the parents want to run in there and do mm-hmm. with no weapons. My kid in there, shoot, I'm, I'm surprised the parents ain't go over that. That's they was trying, but they was arresting them. They yeah. showed video. They was arresting the parents trying to go in the building. They would have had to have you saying boat catch me. That's a fact. But letting the other cops go in and get their kids. You know, it's it's a sad all around. But you know, shit, it ain't gonna change, man. NRA and too many people pockets. Only way it will change is black people start going in and shooting up schools. That, but that ain't happening. Black people don't do that. Yeah, no one doing that. But that, if it happened, I'm telling you, that's the only way it change. Just like when. Uh, I think like back in the day, black people were allowed to open carry guns and stuff, and that's when the NRA started lobbying for hey, better stricter gun control laws. Right. Black Panthers, matter of fact, yeah, like sixty nine, seventy. When the Black mm-hmm. Panthers was carrying their weapons, of that's course. when they changed it. So I mean, it's it's. I don't want to make it race wise. Yeah, the facts are what they are. But everything the, is the, the facts are the what they are, man. At the end of the day, it's what it is. Individually, I mean, I think we need to have stricter laws on this shit, man. Like I was talking with B earlier, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? Like, you shouldn't be able to own a gun until you're 25. Mm. You know, especially, like, I can tell us what it is now. All this shit going on in America. Yeah, they, they showed a chart, bro, of every other country, like mass shootings and shit like that. No other country had over 10. No other country. We was in like 200 and something. It was crazy. That's some wild shit. You know, like, I really feel like civilian, civilian people shouldn't be allowed to own guns until they're 25 or older. You know what I'm saying, and then the oh. limit amount you can 
What you, what you need 20, 15 guns for? Three guns? For? <laughs> yeah. What you need an AR-15 AR for? I don't, I don't understand. The fuck you need an AR for? Yeah. I mean, I know people like guns. It, it is what it is. But damn, man, you got... I think it need to be that. And I think it need to be if if your kid goes shoot... If if a person under 25 goes shoots up a school or whatever, if they 18 and, and, and over, they shoot up something public, it need to be capital murder. You need to be charged with capital murder death sentence. That's what you need to be. Uh, that need to be nationwide off the rip, right? If they're younger, if they're younger than 18, they're a minor, they need to be charged with first-degree murder, and the parents get charged with capital murder. The people that own the gun need to be charged with capital murder. That's how I think it need to go, and then you'll see, you you won't see this no more. Would never have a mass shooting like that again because they know either way it go, I'm facing capital and but to be honest, bro, you know what? And I'm, I'm thinking about that. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with the assessment, but I don't, I don't think it'll stop it because I think a lot of most, of these, not most, all of these people that go in there and do that are mentally gone at that at that point. No, but they all know, just like the dude in uh in Buffalo, mm-hmm. man. I, I guarantee you, he knew when he shot all them people up and them cops came got him. Oh, they gonna arrest me? They ain't gonna shoot me? Long as I don't put my gun up to them, they not gonna kill me. Yeah. So I'm gonna live regardless. That's how you thinking. I think that's really real. Unless you shooting at them, unless you shooting at the cops, they're not gonna kill me regardless. Nope. Don't worry. I can bend and lay down fifty down. people in here. As long as when they come and they say, "Put your hands up," and I drop them guns, and I'm white. Yep. I'm cool. That is. They ain't gonna slam me on the ground. None of that. They gonna put me in the back of that car gingerly, and, and I'm gonna face first degree charges, get a life sentence. One. One you know what I'm saying? First charge or some shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and if I get a life sentence, you know what I'm saying? Goddamn me, the public got to pay for you to be in jail, which I think is fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you going to jail in, in in the counties that you shot these people up in. You know what I'm saying? Or in the jurisdiction that you shot these people. So in the sense, they family got to pay for you to stay alive. That's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like I just don't agree with a lot of that shit, man. Like. All these mass shootings ain't been committed by no black people. We're gonna keep it a bean. But we we the criminals. We the we the biggest. We the gangsters. You know what I'm saying? We the monsters. But they be trying to dumb down the other side. Dumb it. I'm talking as soon as soon as shit like that happened, hit the news. One, two days, that shit go away. Let a black kid do that. Let a black kid go in the supermarket and, and run it down. Let a black kid go in the movie theater and run it down. Don't care who in there, just run it down. No, you got to target a certain group. You know what I'm saying? Let, that's true, too. Let, I, <laughs> that's true, too, that's though. True. That's <laughs> he true. He go in there and hit black people. They going to arrest them gingerly, too. That's true. But let let, let a black kid go go, go in the woodlands oh, and, shit. And, lay, and, and lay down Kroger's. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. It's you know over what I'm with. Saying? It's that's over just with. real, bro. Yeah, it's over with. You know what I'm saying? Let them go to the Heights and, and, and lay down that H-E-B in the Heights. River Oaks. You know what I'm saying? Upper Kirby. He ain't gonna make it walking out. Katie, yeah, it ain't gonna happen. You ain't making it walking out. No matter if they tell you put the gun down, they gonna kill you. And that's crazy. Yeah, and again, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like trauma measuring. But again, if you look at the facts in terms of the consequences for crimes for the average black man and the average, you know, other race, it's drastically different. And that's and that's just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? But in terms of my immediate thoughts, I immediately thought about my daughter. Mm. Immediately, I I got the news when I was on my way home, and when I got home, I just picked her up and I just hugged her, picked up and just hugged her and hugged her and hugged her and just held her for about twenty thirty minutes. Cause I was just in in disbelief. These are kids that are five to ten years old, 
in that school helpless. Like, literally helpless. And this man is running around here taking target practice like he playing Call of Duty. Mm. Kids trying to hide. You know, we got kids on, on the inside of that school calling calling the police, you know, trying to hide. Oh, wait, wait, he, he's coming, he's coming. <clears throat> they trying to be quiet. They trying to tactically survive. You have to think in terms of, like, tactically surviving at eight and nine years old. They, had, they said one girl took her, took one of the classmates' blood. Her friends. Her friends. Smeared, smeared it on her yep. and pretended to be dead. Right. Just to stay alive. So that's what I'm saying. Man. Eight to nine Eight. years old, you got to make those type of decisions for your life to be saved. Bro, that, she broken forever. 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 So that that's what I thought about. And I thought about, you know, if it's, if it's me in that situation. Like you, you know, I, I get my daughter ready for school every morning. Checking my son for school every morning. So could you imagine get, waking up, getting her ready for school, dropping her to school, and she don't come home? Mm. At five, six, seven, eight years old, or you know, you you at the job and you get that call. Hey, it's hey, it's gunfire at at the school that your daughter or your son is in. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. That's what I thought about, and I'm like, damn, how would I react in that situation? And just like y'all said earlier, you know, it's like heavy police force around the school. Parents trying to get in there and get their kids, and they stopping them, they arresting them, they cuffing them, put throwing them on the ground. Meanwhile, as they're cuffing parents, stopping them from going into the school. You hear gunfire in the background. This man still shooting kids. I don't understand it, man. They would have shot me. As as just honest. So, but but they'd had to catch me to to do it. But there's no way on God's green earth I'm staying outside in that parking lot and I hear gunshots going off in the school where my daughter is in. He got to kill me too, man. Because if he kill her and I'm outside and I feel like I didn't do nothing about it, I might as well be dead. Because what I'm gonna do after that, I'm, I'm I ain't I ain't gonna make it regardless, bro. So no. I can own a pack of cigarettes. A pack of cigarettes. Well, no. Let me, let me rephrase that. I can own an AR before I can buy a pack of cigarettes. So it's a legal smoking age now. It's 21. Yep. But the moment I turn 18, the day I turn 18, I can go in there and buy the AR. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. Nothing. That's crazy to me, man. And then even still, you get to thinking about how many... Red flags was missed You know They they do research the FBI And different uh, Organizations That's what the government Do research on kids Studying their Mind frame And things of that nature And they studied this dude And he had That type of a mind frame But they didn't pay No attention to it He was on he social media right Talking about tone. He got the right. right skin They don't Man they don't be Doing enough investigation Right You know what I'm saying Cause if they did They'd have been Changed them laws That shit would've Scared them How, how fucked up These little niggas be you know what I'm saying? What these little people be in their mind until they become grown and start doing some things and they, and they chill out. But them young people, they don't be caring, bro. They don't be caring about none of that. They don't care about the consequences of none of that. And then they already got examples of if I go do this, they ain't gonna kill me. We already shown that. That's all over the world. They ain't even ki- did they kill the dude that no. was in Vegas? Yeah, they killed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, he must have was, or he must have was trying to hold down the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. he was, he was barricaded. How he got caught? He was in there again, letting off fully automatic. Okay, so they had to they kill, all, him. so they he went there and did, what they up, did. Right. Yeah. yeah, but if he want, if he would have gave it up, they wouldn't have killed him neither. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All these other things, man. That the, the church thing, the, the white boy going to the church, walked him out peacefully. Parkland, Parkland High School. That's crazy. Rested him at the uh, McDonald's down the block. That's crazy. Yep. After he shot seventeen kids and uh, two adults, I think. 
you know, killed 17 kids and two adults. What's his name? Dylan? Bro. Came at the church? Yeah, Bro. Dylan Roof. Yep. Walked him Bro. out. Bro. Took him to get something to eat. Bro. <laughs> Showed him love after he did. Boy, you did your thing today. What you want? That's basically what they said. Boy, you, hey, boy, we've we been born to do that for a while. Boy, you want a burger? All right, well, we, we got to book you, though. We're going to charge you with first. We ain't going to give you the capital. We're going to give you first degree. Who else? The movie theater shooter. James uh, Williams, whatever his name was. He got he got arrested. Um, who that else? shit be crazy, man. Just Sandy Hook? The, 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 the Sandy Hook, I think. Bro, looking at all that shit. Then they showing, like, the, the, the people doing the mass shooting. Then they showing all the innocent lives that lost their lives with no type of gun on them, no weapon on them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And just so happened, the chart looked like... White on one side, the other one was dark as fuck on the other side. Everybody dark as fuck was dead. <sighs> That's crazy. It's a sad situation. But in, in, in terms of solutions, if y'all was in, you know, if y'all could snap y'all fingers and uh, enact laws today, what would they be in terms oh, of trying to fix this? We already heard this move. My what's shit would laws? just be eye for an eye. It's just what it is. Do you, you do the crime, but you pay for whatever what you do. Whether it's rape, I'm sorry, grape, any of that. Mm. Shoot somebody, you should get shot. Grape somebody, let somebody grape you, you're gone. Like, it, all of that. It needs to be an eye for an eye. Exactly what it is. Whatever punishment you do, you rob somebody, they need to chop your hand off, fingers, whatever. So you learn your lesson. A lot of people don't learn their lesson. They go to prison, and it's a vacation for them. Mm-hmm. So they they not they not fearing nothing. They ain't got to pay for nothing. They, they fed every day. They have roof over their head. They have a bed. Mm. Like, yeah, they may have to fight off some people here and there, but they are fine. That's why they go back. Right. Because they ain't got no worries. So, yeah, they, they need to be some type of serious punishment, not just a little slap on the wrist, throw them in jail, because that's not really helping nobody. Prison, mm. whatever. It ain't, it ain't helping. Kenny, you could enact a law today that could, I guess, kind of quell this type of situation. What would it be? Uh, definitely be an age limit. Mm. Like Matt said, we turned 25 years old, and the quantity of guns you can have, I would say, would probably end that too. Right. Be no making of an AR-15 because there's no point in an AR-15, uh, unless maybe you own a gun store and you are the sole owner of that gun store, then you're only allowed to have a certain quantity of AR-15s. Mm. Uh, and just in general, you should, as a gun owner, you should be only allowed to have maybe. Four or five guns, period. All registered on a certain site. If we catch you with a gun that's not registered on that site or you are under the age of 25, you're going to jail, period. I don't care what color you are, what it is. If you have more than a squad of guns on you that you're supposed to have, you're going to jail or you're facing a serious fine. Well, fine. happens again, yeah, yeah. then you're going to jail. Right. Yeah. Mm. And we're taking all the guns that you have. Yep, you got to mm. start over. You got to start over. We're taking all and that. You won't be able to purchase guns for two, five years after that. Anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. I know people can illegally get to, bro. People can legally get weapons. People can illegally get a lot of things. But mm-hmm. I was just gonna ask that. But would that but all these guns that's that been make killing it people worse? have been legal guns. Right. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like but, people literally going to their local academy, buying AR fifteen. Taking their mom's or father's gun yeah. and going to do what they gotta do with it. I mean, there's solutions. They just, they just ain't been done put into place. 
Yeah, I agree. I think it just needs to be it's more difficult to get a gun just in general. You know, I would equate it to trying to get a federal job, government job. You can't just go and apply and, you know, I got such such on my resume and, you know, I hadn't worked at McDonald's uh, before this and, and uh, Target and I'm trying to get on with the government. It don't necessarily don't work like that. There's a strict process that it takes for you to even get considered Damn. for that thorough psychiatric yeah. evaluation, uh, you know, a bit behavioral record, whether or not it's in school, well, high school, middle school, college, like all that. They're looking at everything. Who is your family members? Do you have criminals in your family? Okay, yeah, that's a strike against you. We ain't going to be able to do it. Like that type of mm-hmm. thorough, thorough investigation before you sell somebody a gun, period. Mm-hmm. Boy, you got five strikes, you gone, boy. You gone. You can't, you can't reapply for another two years. Right. So when you come up together, you better you better have your shit together. And that's how it needs to be. I was just about to say, I forgot what country it was, but yeah, there is a country where it's so strict where you gotta be a certain age. Mm-hmm. They do a psychiatric evaluation, thorough background check. Yep. You know, run your hey, uh, everything. What country is that? Is that Australia uh that took all their guns from their citizens a couple I, years ago? I think back? so. Mm, they said, oh, y'all want to act a fool? We're going to take everything. Take Can't everybody. nobody own no Turn gun. Turn them in. Turn them in. Can't nobody own no gun. We catch anybody out here, you, and you know, jails and other places ain't like here. Yeah, it's a different ballgame. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Them boys say, hey, you know what? Y- y'all want to act a fool, huh? Oh, okay. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Mm. When we vote again, <laughs> none of you motherfuckers are going to own the gun. And that's what they did. Yeah. <laughs> they banned everybody. Now all they grind, all, all they murders and all that went down. We ain't got to worry about that. But I know we would never do that here. I understand. I get it. I get people want to own guns and all that. I'm just saying we need to be at a responsible age and the background checks need to be super thorough. It need to be a five strike system. You know what I'm saying? And they need to give you paperwork. This is what we're looking for. You get what I'm saying? Like if you have any other five going on with your background, you will not own a gun. You know what I'm saying? And that's just how it needs to work. And another thing, the the license need to be renewal. I mean, renewable, mm-hmm. like yeah. every two years. Yeah, something like that. The same way you get your car registration, you got to go and uh, get your car registered. You got to get the inspection first. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then you get your registration for your car. It's be the same way with Proof your with guns. And, and and bring your guns up there. And need mm-hmm. to, you need to bring your guns up there with the serial numbers on them. All that. How you paperwork? Right. So yeah, you know, it's it's situations like now. You know, even if they make the situation stricter, I can just buy my gun at twenty one. And I can go out in the streets, do whatever I want to do, make act a fool, slap somebody up, do whatever the case may be. But they can't take my gun well, from me. Well, no. Let me say. Let me let me re, let me reenact that. As far as the redact that. As far as the bringing a gun, because you know how they do us, bro. Got to protect us, bro. That's just how it works. Bring your paperwork, not the gun, because you know yes. people be going get it registered. Uh, some cop will pull us over. You right. know how you know. What I'm saying? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. That's so true. keep everybody <laughs> safe. You know, bring your paperwork you for know. your gun. You're rich for you your paperwork. They It'd be like a license or a title for your gun. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You just getting it renewed. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I feel it need to be. You know. Yeah. Well said. Well said. I'm gonna get off this topic. Uh, before we do though, a prayers and thoughts to everybody. You know yeah. that that lost people to this. This is. I couldn't even imagine. Uh, what y'all going through And present thoughts To the to the kids that survived And that's going to have to deal With this thing For the rest mm. of their life And the teachers that survived They probably never teach again Yeah You know Teachers that lost their lives Trying to save their kids Literally jumping in front of the bullet Exactly And the husband To man, save their kids And and yeah. the husband that lost his life Over grief man Like Yeah Died of a heart attack I think said yeah. Two weeks Or a week later Something yeah. like that Yeah man I'm, My heart heavy yeah. for your family man That's crazy yeah. man Yeah I agree Damn Okay Uh Man, how did you, where do you go from there? Um, 
we're gonna get into a topic, man. We've been getting sent a video uh, recently. Uh-huh. It was a past that I was speaking on. You know why men uh, have a hard time opening up to women in terms of expressing how we feel, what we're going through, whatever the case may be. I'm going to play it. I want to get y'all response. His body trusting her. It's not about his heart trusting her because we are about our hearts the way you are about your bodies. I want to know, are you safe to love? I want to know, can I trust you with love? I want to know if I tell you my secrets, will you respect me in the morning? Am I the only man in here? Where are my brothers at? I want to know if I tell you what it was really like to grow up in my house, will you not act funny when we go to the family reunion? Or will you sit up there with your lips all swollen up and create a problem for me because you can't control your emotions? And I want to know that if I tell you what really happened in the house, will you in a fit of anger turn on me and use what I told you in a moment of weakness against me? Because if you do you are telling me that I cannot trust you. And you teach me to shut up. Every time you betray my trust, you seal in me another layer of silence. And when I scream, I die screaming and you can't hear me and you never know why I died because you taught me not to talk to you when you use my talk against me. Emotions, emotions. You say we have no emotions, you haven't got a clue. We got emotions you never even saw. We got screams you haven't heard. We got poetry that's never been written. We've got love shut up in our hearts and in our minds and in our guts, our bowels, our loins that never reaches you. Because you cannot hear. Because you cannot hear. T.D. Jakes uh, was the pastor. I just want to get that name out. But just thoughts on what he had to say. I respect him. Powerful. That's real, man. I wish they would have kept the damn music out the damn background. Yeah, no, that shit was that's true. too loud, man. Y'all going to put the music in the background? Turn it down, bro. Make it super <laughs> low, man. How the, how the music the same volume as him as his speaking? Come on, man. Yeah, I think that's crazy, man. And that's real. A lot of us open up to our woman, man, and Boy, she'll use that against us And then it's over It's over And what's crazy It's not over It's not over for you It's over for the next Three, four women we date That's crazy Yeah, I think just men in general Are just terrified to be vulnerable um, You know, especially with our woman Because our woman look at us As superheroes Let's just, let's just keep with mm-hmm. You know, stack a stack Um, So when they do that to us it's like, okay, I got to maintain my superhero status. I can't show vulnerability. I can't show weakness ever again, like, because I don't I don't want to feel that way again. You know, men expressing ourselves is just a vulnerable issue, period. It's hard to do. It's just hard to do, whether or not it's between men, or especially to our woman, who, again, is supposed to look up to us, who we're supposed to be leading, who we're supposed to be providing guidance and, and, and counsel to, um, you know, for her to take that in a fit of rage, and just throw it back in our face because, you know, women are emotional. Let's just call it a spade a spade and they get a pass for being emotional. You know, when when they get mad, most women can just say what they want to say. Mm-hmm. And men are just going to take that to the chin. Oh, she's a woman. 
you know, she's just having an emotional moment. She's just this, she's just that. But, you know, with men, it ain't the same way. What we say cuts or cuts her, and she going to throw it in our face for years in terms of, oh, you really felt like I was da-da-da, or I'm like this, or I'm like that. So whereas a man, we just got to take that that tongue lashing and just keep it pushing. You know, so when a, you know when a man opens up to you and speaks on vulnerability, like I done seen situations where dudes done talked about, you know, Abuse that done happened to him in the past, and the chicks will bring that up in a in an argument, or you know just different things like that. Or you know they'll, they'll break up and she'll go online and get to telling all type Ooh. of secrets, and it's just like fam, like all <laughs> could all this man cheat on you, you gonna try to go out there and you know cut him at the deepest point you could possibly cut him at. So it's it, you know it's just it's, it's things like that that just keep men from opening up to women as we should, and this is another thing. Men actually want to open up to our women. We do. Um, but again, a lot of us just don't feel that it's a safe space. I hate using the clubhouse word, but a lot of us don't feel like it's it's safe to do it because we don't ever want our woman to be able to hold it over our head at all. You know, we done seen it in all angles the way even with a dude fall, you know, on hard times or whatever, and he have to live with his girl or something like that. Mm-hmm. Argument come up. Well, get out of my house. Or argument come up, well, you know, before you got that job, you were sleeping on my couch. It's just it's things like that. And this is like, well, damn. Like, <laughs> you supposed to be the person I can tell anything to, but I see I can't. So just like Smooth said, that's going to affect how we move in our next three to four relationship. And it's sad that they got to suffer for it, but, I mean, it just, it just is what it is. So that was my thoughts here in it, bro. Can you ever really open up, like, all the way? Yeah. Yeah, through trust and going through shit with somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That problem is women be wanting that from the beginning. You ain't getting that. You know, that take years to build. That's why a lot of women be jealous of their man's friends, kind of like, like uh, their friendship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That took years to build. Maybe something that you you would never know nothing about. You know, well, I ain't going to say never, but right now Once you don't you know. You, know yeah. you, you can get there through, through years of... Us going through things And you know what I'm saying Us facing things together And all that type of stuff But Most women don't understand that Because most women Don't really have true friends Like real true friends Like Ball and fall Put them in the ground friends You know what I'm saying Most men have that Even if they lonely As far as like With women Most men have that one friend That they know You know what I'm saying They're gonna put me in the ground and that's the that's the man that know it all, or that's the that's the crew of friends that know everything about them. You know, and women get jealous of that. You know, or they don't want to take the time out to learn it. You know, what I'm saying to understand how we actually think and breathe and how we walk out here. You know, so that's what I feel about it. I, I know it's not all women, of course, of course, yeah. it's not all. But it's, I mean. Time and time again, we've talked about how men cannot express themselves to their woman. And I think women need to really listen and pay attention to the things that men are saying today. Because in the past, a lot of men would shut down or not say anything. Or when they do say something, they lashing out, acting super aggressive or whatever, because so much has been built up. So I think today women need to sit back and just listen Sometimes men just want to be heard. Mm-hmm. Not saying that we have to, we don't even have to agree sometimes. That's okay. Sometimes we just want to be heard. We just want you to understand what we're going through. 
We want you to understand sometimes, baby, you're not right. I love you, but you're not right. Sometimes I'm just trying to get this off my chest or it could be something small that's, that's been aggravating me, but every time I bring it up, you shut me down. So then you wonder why, you know, you want to talk about something and I'm like, oh, I'm good, I'm okay, babe. Nah, nah. Because you have not created that opportunity for me to open up to you. Because anytime I bring it up, you shut it down. So going forward, that's just how I'm going to operate. But then you'll get a lot of women that's going to say, well, that's because you ain't picked the right woman. Or da-da-da. No, a lot of y'all are doing it. That's just what it is. Let's talk about that. A lot of women are doing that. A lot of men are complaining about not being heard. So it's either man becomes an asshole or he shuts down or he's too emotional. So now he's too emotional for you. For the man that does open up, now he's too emotional for you. So those type of men don't know what to do because when he does express himself, you call him a mama's boy or he weak or he whatever. It's always something getting thrown back in his face. And in some kind of way, they're going to try to deflect and make it, well, you got to man up and be a man. Every man don't operate that way. A lot of men are still learning themselves. A lot of men are going through a lot of shit and just don't understand it. They looking for that one person that could be that, that, that safe place for them. They boys, they can maybe come to their boys, but they may not have a relationship with a woman outside of like a mama or something or grandmother, whoever. They, they want some type of solid relationship with a woman, and sometimes it's hard to find that with women. That's what a lot of men go through. So then you wonder why the man isn't emotionally vulnerable to you, and it's because you haven't created that environment for him. Here's a, here's a question. Um, even if a woman did create that environment, do y'all genuinely feel like a man would open up to her all the way? Not at first. Not at first. That take time, man. That's just like if you know what I'm saying. That, that's just like with, with with us men meeting a new person. You know what I'm saying. Meeting 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 a new friend. That's a that's that's a man. Like you know what I'm saying. Of course we're gonna be like, all right, we're gonna see. You get what I'm saying. And through time, you know what I'm saying. We see they solid, they trustworthy, and all that. So you can you know what I'm saying. Y'all start talking a little more. Same thing with your woman, bro. You know what I'm saying? That take building. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we grown now. It ain't like I, I grew up with this woman. You know what I'm saying? Because when you growing up with the woman, that's totally different. You get what I'm saying? Like, y'all going to go through some things. But if we grown, which most most people are, that, that listen to the show, watch the show, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what it take to keep somebody. You know what I'm saying? You know what's sacred to you. You know what I'm saying? How would you feel you tell your man your secrets and he go tell his friends or he blurt that shit out doing family meetings and all these type of things. How would you feel? You know what I'm saying? Would you ever tell him again? Would you ever tell your friend again if if they did that? You wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, so that's what I. That, that, that's all I'm saying. Like you just got to create that space and understand who you're dealing with. A lot of women they'll say, "Oh, the oh shit, I, I ain't found nobody like that." Well, that's just the men that you do attract. You know what I'm saying? You done dated 10 men And ain't none of them Ever opened up to you You need to look at yourself Not one You know what I'm saying You need to look at yourself Or you need to look at the men That you are talking to That you are involved in That's my thing about it Mm. Kenny Do you feel like Even if a woman created A safe space A man is capable Of opening up 100% Mm, Me personally I'm gonna say no I think we all gonna go to grave with some kind of skeleton. That's just the way life is. But honestly, I think a lot of us men don't trust ourselves to be vulnerable with ourselves. If that makes any sense. Yep. 
Like if any issue arises, it's like, what did I do wrong? If if I'm gonna say this to her or you know whatever it is, what did I do to maybe make her feel this way? And I could think of something that maybe I did to make her feel this way. Now and be like, you know what? I'm not gonna talk about it because it's something I did. Or if something's going on at work I, and I want to tell her, but it's like or deep relationship type thing. Or personally, it's like, what did I do? Mm. To do this to myself I'm always blaming myself Instead of trusting myself Like hey maybe you just Didn't do nothing This is something that happened You ain't do nothing wrong I think a lot of men Actually do that Instead of looking for advice Because we're problem solvers We just Figure out it's our fault Let's just fix it Let's not rely on somebody else To tell us what we're doing wrong Let's Let's just go ahead And be the victim And just take it on the chin And at least that's just how I, I wrote Even I had something to say I'm like you know what What did I do uh, I probably did this So That might be a reason Why she's acting this way mm-hmm. Even if I'm right Like she's wrong But I'm Making it to where She's right You know what I'm saying It's mm-hmm. like I don't know You gotta You gotta be okay with Being vulnerable And then Also accepting Whatever consequence Come after that But The problem is Those Deep cuts Whenever y'all get into Those arguments so you can be vulnerable and care about your woman all you want and express yourself, but women just don't, they don't be no surface cuts whenever they chopping back at you, whenever they, whatever insult they throw. It's a lot of times it's deep. It's real personal and you, and they know it's going to hurt you and they know it's going to make you feel the type of way. And they try to get a reaction out of you because mm-hmm. they say it for a reason. So I think that's what it is. But if you, if you can be okay with completely being vulnerable and knowing that that could come up and you just take it to the chin and just, you know, leave or whatever, I think you'll be okay. But I don't think a lot of men could do that, though. Yeah. It just can't be just, in general, just being vulnerable. So I I, I'm a, I agree with Kenny. I don't think we can be 100% vulnerable, though. I mean, I, didn't have, I think I didn't have good spaces to be vulnerable. I just never did it. Right. I'm just going to be straight up with you. I just never did it. Unless it was a, unless, unless it's on the break of a relationship, and then I might say a little bit shit here's going on, but it's like it's too late then. Right. Would you say you weak? <laughs> what you mean by weak? Weak sauce under the barrel, the smut. Would you say you weak? I'm not getting what you're getting at. I'm, I'm asking in a way like like would you say like like you're trying to protect yourself in that in that manner. You get what I'm saying? You're always trying to protect yourself in any okay. in any situation. That's what all men do. We protect ourselves. We protect our own feelings. That's why we're not vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it have to do with the woman at all? I don't think so. I think it really deals with us. That's why I was going. I, I don't. Go I don't think a lot. A lot of women like, like if you really out there dating and communicating with somebody, somebody that you really into. Mm-hmm. And if and you lay something vulnerable down to them, I don't think they'll. I don't throw that back in your face. And we talking about you know young younger days, maybe that'll happen because y'all yeah, kids, y'all we talking older. We talking, talking about twenty five up, twenty seven, thirty years old. Now, if I believe a lot of women will give you that space if you judge the right ones you're dating because you know how you like to communicate. Mm-hmm. When you find out that you communicate well, but if they gonna give you that space, mm-hmm. but we still don't do it. Do I've, I've never I've never had it done to me. Do you think it's conditioning? Nope. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking as far as like say 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 a man has been vulnerable with a woman. 
and then she used it against him, right? Would you say like it, it'd be harder for him the next few times or the next woman that he dates? Because let's just face it, when a woman cuts you that deep, the relationship over. No matter what y'all trying to save her, the relationship over. So when whenever he moves on to his next woman, do you think you get what I'm saying? Like he gonna give her the same grace, or will uh, it be a longer time period before he give her that grace? I would say this. Um, I, I mean, the, the answer to that question is is obviously yes. Um, but what I will say is, most men having not been hurt at all, it's still not open enough vulnerable to a, to a woman. And let's just be honest. Like most men would rather be. Most men like would rather get, not I, be called weak than to be mentally stable. A prime example would be what you just said, Matt. To me, would you mm-hmm. consider yourself weak? Mm-hmm. That's why men ain't ain't going up. Because if I if I say anything to you, you just made a joke. Hey, do you, would you make yourself weak, a smut? No, it wasn't a joke though. I was just asking, like. But I mean, just but I was trying con- to make you know it funny in that context. Yeah. You're trying to make it funny, but at the same time, you're really downplaying the situation mm-hmm. of whatever that man's going through. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so why do it? Because if, if my boy gonna look at me as a, hey, even though he made it a joke or whatever, it's still a joke is almost like an insult. I don't think I insulted y'all. Nah, you teach his own. Come on, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, you know, being real. Now I'm talking when y'all own. came to me with some shit, or when I oh came no no no, but I'm shit. just saying like in an instance of just us sitting down and, and talking and somebody, we like to make light of situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with yeah. our boys to our own detriment. Yeah, in an instance when somebody comes, to you buy some stuff. You like, oh, well, I don't being, think we do that. You being, you being weak. We've done it a couple of times. We've done it. If I'm being honest, yes, Never. we've always done it. But oh, shit. you know, like I think back then, I think situations like that arise, and it's like, okay, it's those little things that start to add up to being bigger things until you just hold it in. And and plus, you know, growing up, you know, having a father that was never that vulnerable with you. I mean, hey. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't roll that way. I mean, a lot of us. Have, I never seen it. You don't. You don't see it. So how do you not express it? Right. Uh-huh. Which is the thing. Um, I think, you know, men are incapable of being a hundred percent open because we don't practice enough. You know, me and Kenny was having a conversation the other day, just in terms of women, and that's that's one thing that I envy about women. Women go to their friends with the deepest, darkest vulnerabilities on a regular conversation. It ain't gotta be. It ain't gotta get to a point to where, damn, I'm at. I'm at the point of no return, girl. This is what I'm going through. Let me lay it all out. They do that in regular conversations. So they 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 do it so much to where you know they constantly getting repetition, constantly getting practice. So when they run into their man, it's easy. But men, we don't be real with each other. I mean, that's that's that's, that's just keep it real. Yeah. When most men, when we around each other, ninety five percent of the time, we either joking on each other or we or we bragging. I'm dragging our nuts. But in terms of like expressing like true vulnerability and shit like that, like it has to be dark situations for that to happen. We got to be on the edge or some shit or some super drop. Motherfucker done got a divorce or motherfucker getting ready to, 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 you know, he done lost his job or like something drastic for us to be like, all right, all right, bro, let's just take this shit serious. Are, are you, 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 you good, fam? You all right? Like really? It takes that. But women do that. On a, on a day-to-day basis So when, with us not being real with each other How are we going to be real with, with a woman? If if if, the, if we look at our boys and say Okay, this is a space to where You know, I feel like I can You know, keep it real And I can just be honest and Ain't no consequence Because again, we didn't all say it on this platform I, I could be real with my boys You know, my boys ain't going to judge me My boys ain't going to do this My boys ain't going to do that 
So if we scared to be a hundred percent vulnerable here, how the fuck we gonna do it in a in a in a relationship where we don't feel that safe to do it? And I think that's the the issue. A lot of us would like to be expressive, would like to be vulnerable, but for one, we don't know how. And for two, like I said, we would rather not be looked at as weak than be mentally stable and be good. And that's something that we gotta Im- improve on. You know, we, we, you know, again, like we'll we'll look out for each other in every way except the vulnerability way. And an a, a example of that would be right. Say if if we out and you know somebody press up on O or something like that, or somebody press up on Kenny, press up on Smooth. All of us jumping out the window to put hands and feet on a nigga immediately. It ain't no conversation had in it. Like, like we have each other back like that, sure. But how often do we just call each other randomly and just check on each other? Like, bro, how are you really doing today? Like, really? Like, not, 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 not joke our way into it. Not, you know, let's let's talk about sports. Let's talk about rap. Let's talk about chicks. How are you doing, bro? Like, really? Not enough. Exactly. So that so that that's what I'm saying. So if we not comfortable doing that amongst each other, how the fuck we gonna do that in a relationship? How can we even blame a woman like that? Right. So you know that that's my take on it. I I feel like it starts with us. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I say I don't I don't feel like most men are capable. Because for one, we don't Practice it enough And for two Again We don't want to be embarrassed And we'll risk anything for that A motherfucker will jump, out, jump out of a 12 story window Before I come to my boy And just keep it real Of what I'm like Really really going through Because we don't want to be Looked at as weak Because every time We get around each other Everybody dragging their nuts Oh yeah bro I just bought this car I just did this Or oh man I got this money I got this new job I got this I got this I got that So you don't You don't even feel comfortable Expressing your vulnerabilities because everybody around you in your head is doing good. So shit, I don't I I'd just rather not say nothing. Or try to brag on something that I done accomplished to just kind of fit into it and make light of it. Mm. We gotta fix that. Mm. And, and and until we do, not only are we gonna have, you know, the type of relationships that we have with our women in terms of expressing ourselves, but it's gonna be the same way with us. That suicide rate and shit ain't gonna go down until we do. And that's just honest. Um Damn, I didn't mean to make make the make nah, the room more of it, but it's it. just real shit. That was real. Um, but we're gonna move this thing on, man. Uh speaking of not being accepted amongst your peers, it was a guy uh, that's from a very, very privileged neighborhood. He was speaking on uppity blacks and you know how he's perceived in comparison to other things. I'm gonna play this clip. I wanna get y'all response to what he had to say. Y'all hate black people who grew up with money. Let me make one thing clear. I grew up in a half a million dollar house. I went to private school. I graduated from one of the top universities in the country. My job, you couldn't get it if you wanted to. My car note is more than your rent, no cosign. I mean, I can go on for days, but the moral of the story is, why would I want to relate or try to fit in with a lifestyle that I do not come from? Y'all don't think it's crazy that you equate blackness with poverty? And this is exactly why you have all these suburban kids running around here acting like they got it out the mud, like they, We're struggling because you sit there and shame them for being from the suburbs. Y'all keep saying Carlton like that's some sort of insult. Like, are are you okay? Use the three brain cells you got up in there to tell me who does it benefit for black people to only be able to fit the stereotypes in order to be considered black? Because it's not benefiting black people. Why do y'all hate black people who grew up with thoughts? That's a fact. That's, That's a fact, man. Growing up now, like, well, with me being a man now and 
being in this shit and all that. I'd love to grow to just grow up like my son's growing up now. I'd love that. Don't have to worry about too much or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Worry about no meals. Worry about no clothes. Goddamn me. Shit, both parents in the household. You know what I'm saying? Both parents doing well for themselves. Goddamn me. Whole neighborhood of of many different fucking things you can be in life and be great at. You get what I'm saying? Like, like I would really love that. You know, but to the black stigma, that's like a bad thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all, like, what's crazy is we all in the hood. Like, man, one day I'm going to make it out. One day I'm going to make it out. And then the ones that do make it out, you know what I'm saying? The same kids that you were saying all this shit with. They looking at you like you changed on them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what money do. You know what I'm saying? That's what a better lifestyle for myself do. What you thought I was gonna get a hundred racks, or you not even a hundred racks? What you thought I was gonna make a sixty racks, seventy racks, and stay in the hood, mm-hmm. or stay near the hood? I'm not doing that. I, I hope to have a family too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to put. Of course, everybody would want to put their kids in the best schools or a private school to make sure their kid can. Make it out and be great, you know what I'm saying, and all these type of things. But yeah, he right. You know what I'm saying? Like they they put a stigma on us. You know what I'm saying? Like when you want to be when you when you want to be great and and all these type of things, they say you changing. Like you 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 uh the c word. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to mm-hmm. say that, but they say you c word and all these type of things, bro. You know what I'm saying? When I'm only doing what you dreamed about too. You get what I'm saying? Because you dreamed about being in this position that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? But you only difference between us two, you decided not to put the work in. That's the only difference. Everything else the same. We from the same hood, same city, grew up the same, same trenches. You know what I'm saying? The lights was off, that water was off, we eat noodles. You, we from the same thing. Only thing is I decided to do something about it and you decided to stay in it. So who 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 really let their family down in the way? You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. Yeah, man. I think it's just, <laughs> I say it all the time, black people value ignorance. That's, that's just what it is, instead of what we should be valuing, which is integrity, you know, discipline, uh, you know, just how solid a motherfucker is. Like, you have two people, one dude is completely solid, stand-up dude. You know, been there every time you done called them, did, you know, ride for you, hold you down, been, you know, been there. And then you'll have, but this dude that I'm talking about came from privilege, so he came from money. And then you'll have another dude who into a trap nigga. He's selling drugs. He's smashing holes. He's doing this, that, and the third. And the trap nigga get more respect than the than the the, the stand up guy that came from privilege. Mm-hmm. Like why do why does it take a motherfucker to come from poverty for him to be a for him to be a real nigga? In eyes, I was just about to ask that. Like, like that is like, it? Mm-hmm. I think it's partly because like 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 thick skin almost. Like you're not tough enough, or you're not. You 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 didn't go through the th- the trials and tribulations that other people have to go through. I think through. It's, I think they look at it like the grind. Yeah, that's I think but that's part of it. They don't understand what what I know. My people don't understand is, bro. The moment you get up in this middle class, whatever that threshold is in your city, the moment you get in that bitch, you got to work even harder than what you was working at that fucking bottom tier living that that most of us was coming from and shit. Because now you got things to protect. You got your whole family, household depending on you to be what you are. And you trying to progress. Taxes hitting you. You know what I'm saying? All that free lunch you was getting, your kid don't get that. You mm-hmm. paying for lunch mm-hmm. every day. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, August to goddamn uh, May. Mm-hmm. You paying for lunch for your child. 
Five days a week Right If you and your girl working That mean you paying for lunch That mean when he get off Y'all paying Most likely y'all paying for food you Might pay for breakfast too You get what I'm saying And we just talking about That little things You ain't, We ain't talking about mortgage We ain't talking about rent We ain't talking about cars You know what I'm saying Insurance And all these type of things Hell you might You might get to the level To where you can put Life insurance on yourself You get what I'm saying On your wife And all these type of things Cause when you start Making some bread bro All this shit costs It's harder to be here you know what I'm saying? Anybody can live on the bottom and finesse the system and all that type of stuff there. But when you climb up here, that's why a lot of us kill ourselves. That's just real. So to me, I respect the man getting up every day, going to that nine to five, you know what I'm saying? Making sure his family off the streets and shit, you know what I'm saying? Got him a comfortable. It ain't got to be in the suburbs. But you got you a comfortable crib. Your kids ain't, ain't really wanting for nothing. You know what I'm saying? I respect that man going to work every day. That's the true hustler to me. You know what I'm saying? That that's how I look at it now. Me being a man, but when I was young, I can't even lie. I, I respected the drug dealers. Like that's the motherfuckers I looked up to. You know, because that's the people I seen with all the money and all. I ain't see people in suits. You know what I'm saying? I ain't knew nobody that worked in the refinery for real making money until I met Kenny. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know none of that. You know what I'm saying? Only successful people I knew for real was teachers and 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 uh, nurses. You know what I'm saying? All that all that engineering stuff. That shit sound good when you a kid, but. When you become a grown person and life hits you, bro, all that all that shit is fairy tales because you don't really see that. Why are we in the hood? You ain't seeing none of that. Mm-hmm. So th- that's why they respect it, to be honest with you. Mm. Yeah. Um, again, I, I, I'm saying I think we got to get out of that space, man. Just again, j- and, and it stems from ignorance. It's like you just said. I, I respected that because I didn't see nothing else. Mm-hmm. Meaning I don't know no better. Meaning that I'm ignorant. And, you know, Again, people need to be judged based on their integrity, bro, and how I stand up they are, whatever the case may be. Like, you ain't got to be done sold drugs for me to to me to respect you. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to work, taking care of your kids every day for 30 years, that's that's the type of motherfucker that need to get the praise. Not the one that went that sold drugs for two years, made 150000 now he's doing 20 years in jail, about to get out and be 60 years old, dead broke, wasn't there for his kids, don't know don't know even know how to work a damn iPhone. Like, But these are the people that we look up to. These are the people that we put... You know, like on a pedestal in terms of like what what's keeping it real, like what's a real man, like a nigga that, OK, he went to jail for 30 years, but he didn't snitch, you know, so I, I respect this man. Meanwhile, his kids had to grow up on their own in these mm. streets. And they all they all drug dealers. Right. Or one of them in jail. You know what I'm saying? Or one of them. Let, let's say let's say fuck it. They, they trying to break the mold and go to college and all that. Let's say they doing the right thing. But you know how hard it is for that child. You know what I'm saying? To be a college student. You know what I'm saying? To work. Goddamn provide for herself. Cause when college out for the for that summer, for that winter mini, bro, you gotta get out that campus for real. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be out here for real. That's that's the real hustler in his family, to be honest with you. No matter what your daddy done, done in these streets, no matter how powerful your daddy or moms, because their moms be out there too. No matter how powerful they is in the streets, your your son is the is the one. You know what I'm saying? Your daughter is the one that's gonna change your blood down. That's gonna do what you should have done. Yeah. I'll share a quick personal testimony. Like I had a a big change too, cause coming from Port Arthur and then kind of house hopping. I was with my my granny, both of my grannies. We end up getting a house like towards the end. Um, like I was like third grade or something like that. And we finally end up getting a house. But I'm, you know, my people didn't have a house originally. And she one of my grandmothers, she was staying in Arthur Square. 
So Squares. That's where I was where I grew at. up at, baby. <laughs> so that's where I'm spending some of my time at. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm seeing the environment and things like that. Then I move to Beaumont, then we get a nice house. We're in a nice neighborhood. And you just kind of really see the difference between the, the the drastic difference between the two environments. I mean, you like you coming from no structure to all the way structured. Mm-hmm. Like like I said, my neighbors next door, Will and Josh and them, they bedtime certain time, pops in them on the weekends, you need to be reading the book for an hour. You outside cutting the grass, you doing X, Y, Z. Then you can go outside and play. You know what I'm saying? So it's like small things like that, man. That that I really valued and and looked up to. And I had a I had a like my first like my middle school year, especially middle school. I was it was tough for me because I was trying to you know not not fit in, but I was trying to find my place essentially. Right. Because you got people that's on one hand teasing because they saying you got the silver spoon and da da da. But it's like y'all have no idea what I didn't been through. Just lost my pops. Is I'm the oldest brother. I got a lot of responsibilities at home, things like that. So y'all picking on me, but y'all don't also don't understand where I come from. Right. You know what I'm saying? So all y'all seeing is right now. Y'all don't know where I've been. So it's like stuff like that that I really I think about too. And it's it's just crazy how you know we look at people and you for some reason you respect the people that that it's like you respect more people because they come from nothing because you understand those that actually put the work in. Mm-hmm. But that I think. The people that we respect that put the work in and made something of themselves, not the motherfuckers that stay in there, going to jail, doing drugs, and all that. That's not the people you should be looking up to. The people that, that made something out of nothing, those are the people that we admire. But for some reason, all that gets tied in together, and they put everybody on the same playing field when it's not that. Mm. I think I think that's where you know things get really convoluted, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because people really, you know, everybody don't want to be there. A lot of people I know that's that's been in those situations. They are studying. They are going to school. They are the, the first age generation to graduate college and things like that because they they see the environment that they're in and don't want to continue that path. Uh-huh. Right. But like again, like I said, all that gets mixed up with the drug dealers and all the other bullshit. So you know, it just it sends a bad light. But I think people just respect that the fact that you had less than lot of other people and you made something about yourself and you propelled yourself on a higher level than the people who had something mm. I think that's where the respect comes from and but people don't look at it in that way mm. Kenny what do you feel like that uh, intrigue comes from oh started from the bottom compared to a motherfucker that might have you know had a decent start coming off like why do you feel like that's a such a like point of um, you know admiration amongst black folks so we just gonna keep it real Jealousy. Mm. Facts. I mean, just like old dude was saying, he went, wasn't raised in a two-parent household. They have money. You know, we still went to school. We still went and got a degree. Went to a top and got, you know, that's really an accomplishment. I don't right. what you want to say, you know, maybe he had a silver spoon or his parents had money, so they provided a better life for him. Mm-hmm. You can't put that on him. Mm-hmm. But somehow they do. But, but since, but since, that's the, the the spoon he got handed. He had a better got handed a better spoon than the other person. Now the person that didn't get that better spoon was like, "Hey, man, you ain't you ain't struggling like I am." Mm-hmm. Reality, he still got to cut the grass. He still got chores. He got people that he got to impress. Because if you grew up with a silver spoon, you getting everything supposedly handed to you. You still got to make good grades. Right. Why you ain't making good grades? Mm-hmm. Go do these chores. You got to go to this prestige college. You got to mm-hmm. go. You got to be a, a doctor, engineer, do something. Mm-hmm. Less of a leash. Yeah. More pressure. Yeah. They look, yeah. your, your dad did this, so you got to be at least the same as your dad because he had it better off than you. So why you ain't? 
Yep. That's a lot of pressure too right there. You're about to embarrass me. But people don't see it that way because mm-hmm. they think, oh, hey, get everything handed to you. But really, you're not getting nothing handed to you. You're working for everything that you got to get. Because mm-hmm. your pants going to look yeah. at you funny. Saying so maybe on, you know, on the other end, you know, they working for things they got to get, but they don't have nobody that's beating them in the head. That's why a lot of them stray, stray away. Yep. Nobody's telling me, hey, you know, I'm, I'm happy for you, but I want you to do this. Everybody's like, oh, you know, mama's working late shift. Nobody yep. home. Yep. What I'm going to do? Yep. Nothing. I ain't doing no homework. Who going to tell me to do some homework? Mm-hmm. Who going to watch me? They ain't here when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> That's real. Though, real because shit. they're a yeah. child. Yeah. They're a child. So, you know, you ain't, they ain't got no guidance. And if I can't relate to how your life is and you can't relate to mine, it's like, man, you ain't struggling. You, you still fool and get out of here. You can't, can't relate to you. It's like, man, we, we both still human beings. I still got things I got to do that you got to do. Saying that, and that's you know, the damn pressure don't don't change, and I think a lot of us don't put enough stock in the ability to sustain something. Because let's just be honest here, it's ten times harder to sustain excellence than to get there. That's, that's, that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Once you get to that top and, and maintaining it, when you got everybody that was underneath you is pulling at you, can I get this, asking for this, pulling for that, obligations all the way around you. You got a business. I got employees that got families that I got to make sure they good. I got to make sure my wife good, sisters, brothers, cousins, everything. I'm Because I'm the successful one, now I'm responsible for all of that, all of a sudden. And I have to, quote, unquote, appease all these people and maintain the level I'm at. No, fuck that. I have to elevate constantly. From the level I'm at, there's there's pressure in that. Mm-hmm. There's pride, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like that type of shit should be commended, but it ain't. Motherfuckers will judge you based on your starting block compared to your ability to maintain, mm-hmm. which is harder than getting there, regardless of how the start was. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, I think, you know, we, we focus on the wrong things. We put way too much value in ignorance, and that's why we are where we are as a society. Because whenever somebody try to elevate, that's why the whole Russell Wilson future comparison is such a, you know, polarizing topic. And it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson's a stand-up guy, he, regardless of what he came from. He's a stand-up dude. He got integrity, take care of his kids, take care of his wife, put money on his table, you're a millionaire, winning 1%, sustained a long NFL career. You know, how, how many motherfuckers that done had that, that, that good starting block fumble the ball, <laughs> waste all their family money, locked up, Committing suicide, like oh, somebody right now. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, just they done had it all handed to them at first, and now forget it. I'm cool. Let me kick my feet up. I ain't doing nothing extra. Or they want to be hood, right? Like you got all this money, but you want to hang out in the hood for what? Right. But you, but again, the the, the for what is because our society makes that you know like you're not a, this, a part of culture. Exactly, it's like, it's like a staple. Exactly, you need that. Like, it's like a badge of honor. Exactly. And what's crazy is you hungering for that. But the moment you fall, they looking at you like, boy, I'd have never been here. Exactly. exactly. That's just exactly. real. The moment you fall, why <laughs> you up there? Man, you ain't nobody. Now you come down and you go, man, why you did that shit? <laughs> That's a fact. Man, I was trying to be shit. That's what they do. But you, but you said, no. It's called me Carlton the whole time. Now when I want to be Will. <laughs> Call me an idiot. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm a I want to be jazz. I'm an idiot now. <laughs> That's crazy. So, oh, yeah. you know, again, man, we need to just focus on on the right things going forward and we can push this culture forward. And moving uh, your own crowd, too. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but, all right, we're going to get into another situation. Um, this, is, <laughs> this is from an ungrateful woman, man. I'm just going to play this. and <laughs> like, We got to lighten the mood up a little bit. I'm going to play this and get y'all a response to what this young lady had to say. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mr. G, I met a man who treats me the way I always wanted. He's there for me and my three kids, and he even helps me out with bills. But the problem is the sex is horrible. It's really bad. I have tried to enjoy him, but I just can't. My baby daddy puts it down, but he is for the streets. He literally has two other women pregnant right now, and I know he's no good for me. But because we have three kids together, I know I can always sleep with him, even though I know he'll never be in a committed relationship. My current guy is always talking about our future. He's always talking about marriage, and I know he will make a great husband, but I'm just not sure I can deal with terrible sex for the rest of my life. And there isn't much to be done because he is not all that big, for lack of better words. What should I do? Hmm? So she just said... The baby that look, 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 ladies, 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 y'all need to understand what I'm about to, I'm about to say right now. She just said her baby daddy has two other women pregnant at the same time, right now, right now, right goddamn now, and right? Get some dick from and she's still chasing behind this man. That's three women on one dick. <laughs> then on top of that. She fast. <laughs> hey, then on top of that, she also said this. She knows he's husband material. No, 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 not the oh, other man. That. We still on the we still oh, on the baby okay, daddy. Okay, okay. She knows the baby daddy is for the streets. <laughs> she know that after I already know he for the streets. But that dick is but in her that sheets. Dick, <laughs> but you know what I'm I, I, that dick be dicking. But that dick dangling, baby. <laughs> But that dick dangling, it be hanging. He out there, play, he out there playing ding dong dick, bro, <laughs> bro, dick bro. dick goose. <laughs> and she never missed a chair, yeah. <laughs> oh, say no. So and then look. Hey, knowing she had no, she has no future with this man. Uh, obviously, he a baby daddy. He's he's going to be a baby daddy to one of them other women if he not with both. But if he is with one, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna do him aside. If he is with one, he's gonna be a baby daddy to one of them other kids, right? Because he can't be with the woman. You know what I'm saying? Then on top of that, he's already she is a baby mom already. So he's an in and out father right now. That's just what it is, right? And this woman has a man. Willing to take on a kid that ain't his. Three kids. Three kids? Three. She said she has three kids. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. <laughs> For all three of them kids. Hey, hey. Oh, said, oh, God. <laughs> That's the title of the part right there. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. But she got a, she got, look, she got a good man. Solid. Solid dude, hey, that that took on her and the three kids that she already has. That's not for him. That's not. So that's four extra miles he got to feed, including himself. That's five miles. And I'm pretty sure that man is going to want his own child with you. Right. But. You are choosing. He's taking care of y'all. Got y'all under a roof. Mm-hmm. All these type of things, bro. Nigga go to work every day. That all enough. that type of stuff. That ain't talking about marriage. He's talking about marriage. And the, hey, talking about marriage, talking about and the only enough. thing he is doing wrong. Yes. Is something he can't even control. Is his dick ain't big enough. 
Right? His dick ain't big enough. He ain't reaching certain depths. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He ain't touching the back of her back. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, did she know something about that, right? <laughs> My dick be dicking. <laughs> Tremendously. He's like, tremendously. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, like, like. I'm in there, right? Yeah, you in there, baby. Yeah, I'm in there. (laughs) But, but women will sit up here and call us sorry. Call us sorry. Say, we ain't shit. Look at you. Is this your queen? (laughs) That's crazy. Is this your queen? Look, look. Y'all probably gonna hate me. Oh my god I just don't like that She going back to the baby daddy To fuck him Other than that If she ain't having good sex With old dude And she it's know it ain't gonna be good She just need to cut that off She need to cut it off That's true no, But that's she is gonna true. use him that's very true Because he providing a life While smashing the baby daddy While mm-hmm. smashing, smashing the baby, baby And you, and you can get pregnant for him That's, that's the wrong part But I understand that now she ain't, It ain't gonna work out It ain't gonna work out it should, You know what I'm saying Like, Like if you can't get over That part Cause she just how she laid it out. Oh, he does everything and all this other shit. Only thing I can't get past is that little dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what she said, bro. Whenever she she don't, when she suck him off, she don't be gagging. You know what I'm saying? Like come she on, be fake bro. gagging. <laughs> like come you got on, a fake bro. gag to make my man feel good, man. Come, come on, on man. bro. Don't do my dog like that. Like, you do not deserve nothing good, bro. <laughs> you deserve to be in the slums, bro. For real. You don't deserve that, man. You need to give him the right proper say, hey, we ain't going to work out. We uh, ain't going to work, folks. But she ain't probably ain't going to do that anyway. No, because she knows she'll never get another to. man like that. The odds of her getting a good man that's going to take care of her three kids and her, go to work for them, and talk about marriage. He's talking about giving you half of okay. everything he got. But how many women are okay with a small piece? That's true. That's true. But when you got, well, let, let's just face the facts. Hey, hey, can you answer that for me, kid? That's true. But let's face the facts. She got three kids, bro. Go, go, catch your dick. <laughs> Better get she some got, toys involved. Hey, she got, hey, she got three kids. Obviously, she has stumbled on a man she should have never stumbled up on in the first place. But see, apparently, though, because we're going to keep it real, what's the first thing women say after the breakup every time? He got a small on me. So according to that, it's what plenty of women out here that will tolerate. Exactly. That type of situation. You saying you ain't. According to their words. Now, I ain't saying reality, maybe something totally hey, different. I would want to see. according to their words, like, what's when, the first thing most say? They tolerated hey, it for a little bit. When they, hey, hey, when they watch this show, bro, I, I would like, like they women get, to they be from somewhere in the house. comments. 100% honest. Hey, be 100% honest. What this woman just said, with this man being the man that he is. Take, now, you got to count. He, he's taking care of four extra people. Her and her three kids that ain't for him. Would, would it be a deal breaker If he didn't have good sex like, like everything else he's doing perfect But would it be a deal breaker Like you gonna cheat on him with your Baby daddy that you know for the streets All because he can't Satisfy you sexually Damn But he's doing everything else That's all I'm asking That's all I'm asking I'm gonna ask you Could you marry a woman that wasn't pleased that you sexually I would have been gone <laughs> I'm gone. You can say it wouldn't even have got to this point. I'd have hit once. I'd have been like, maybe she had an off game. (laughs) 
Yeah, because sometimes people throw up bricks. Even Steph misses sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you another opportunity at the belt. You hear me? <laughs> I'm going to give you another opportunity to come wrestle the king and see if you can do those things. You know And then once you fail again, it's all ties cut, baby. Damn. No more title shots. So You'll paying, never make it to the finals again. She paying all your bills, everything. I don't care. It's mm. over. It's perfect cause, woman. Because you gotta realize, mm. like, like, like right. you gotta. Okay, you can be vulnerable. The reason, her. the reason why, oh girl, wrong, lay on her chest at night. I feel you. <laughs> I, I feel you. Feed a little baby. spoon, <laughs> baby. You are a great woman, but that that pussy ain't whapping. I need to be whapping. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't purring, huh? Yeah, it ain't. It ain't purr, that thing going. Purr. I'm out of there. I'm out of there, man. Get out of here, bro. But I'd have been gone early. I wouldn't have stayed with fact. her to know if she a great woman and she got all these things. That's a yeah. fact. You know what I'm saying? You cheating it, man. That's fucked up, bro. Yeah, it's tough, man. Um, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, I I, I kind of I, I understand why she want to leave. I, I get it because that is a deal breaker for me, Ted. But you know, no, no, man. Um, but you know, since you didn't stay with the man this long, man, you might well rock out. You know, and, that, and that's why I'm that's at with a it. Fact, bro. You know, you, you you cheating on this man with your baby daddy, like it's like, come on, man. He'll make his life a living hell. It's, it already is. Yep. Let's be honest. He, he take care of three of kids. It already is. Yep. And now, and now on, he, fa- he falling in because you still he letting this baby daddy stuff you. Ooh. He falling in. Hey, hold on. Wait, last week, I, I feel one wall, but shit, today. He ain't fucked the wall ever. <laughs> 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 that nigga ain't He ain't fucked the wall yet. Like <laughs> Not yet. So, you know, at the end of the Damn. day, man, wow. I would say. He I used would. to falling in there. He don't know if she cheated or not. That's wow. what I'm saying. And it's a situation so where. she's been doing her Kegels. Wow. She, she better hit it with some vinegar. My guess like, too, too. She better snap it back with that vinegar. Yeah. Snap that pussy yeah. back. <laughs> Y'all. Prayers to all parties All parties involved I feel bad for the kids Cause they like About to be destroyed When they find out (laughs) (laughs) You and them damn kids Gotta go (laughs) Hey Real rap On that note man We gonna get the quick ass Wow Wow (laughs) (laughs) Wonder why your breath Always tastes like soda (laughs) (laughs) Wow Y'all niggas going to hell on scholarship. Wow. I'm telling you, man. Your protein content was high. (laughs) (laughs) Say, damn, baby, you went early, early. Fam. (laughs) Fam. Fam. You creepy, (laughs) creepy. Oh, wow. They got to stop somewhere. We thick today. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't never getting monetized. This this shit over with. Oh, damn. Wow. All right, man. First, uh, First question in quick hits. Yeah. This woman gives advice on Y'all getting a high-value man. This uh-huh. clip went viral. Let me hear it. Oh, Play it. I want to get what y'all think to what she had to say. Oh, yeah, I seen this one. Oh, here. Now, tell me what you do for a living. Oh, I love my husband. <laughs> and how did you how did you get that awesome job? Well, I became a better human being, mm-hmm. and I became feminine and also shocking, submissive. So... That was the secret. So what are your tips to women that want to be a housewife? 
Do embrace it. It's an actual job. You just can't get it in the public or private sector. Like you need you need a man to hire you for it. But that's okay. Because if you think about it, you submit to your boss who makes you clean stupid shelves at your retail job, right? Like, wouldn't it be better if you were cleaning your own shelves at home? You know what I mean? And your, and your boss wants to sleep with you in a good way. In a good way. And where where do you meet these men? Well, I think women should work for the men that they want to pursue. I know that sounds crazy, but it's really easy. So if you think about it, like, you want a lawyer, right? So then you should be a paralegal. Or if you want a dentist, then you should be a dental hygienist. But these are considered, I guess, high-value high status professions. But I think that's a really good model that not enough women utilize. Because women will bully the woman who is the secretary that married the doctor, okay? But who has the last laugh? Like, her in her McMansion with her husband who's <laughs> high and the baby. Okay, Ali, Shamir. Facts. Oh, better hunt. Hey, man. She hunted. We just want somebody that's she stalked her man down. You hear me? We just want somebody that's gonna cooperate with us. That's it. We ain't gotta agree with everything. We just want somebody that's gonna cooperate. <clears throat> at the end of the day, and that part that she said, like your boss wanted to sleep with you in a good way, bro. That I, I when I first heard it, I died laughing because all these girls that be chasing down these dudes say these dudes ain't nothing. I can't find all that. Your boss, your boss that you work for, he want that ass. <laughs> That's a fact. And five times out of ten, you didn't gave Nas to move up in the company. Mm. And then another five times out of ten, <clears> once <throat> you stop smashing, he gets you fired and replace you. Or you get reassigned. Or you get reassigned. And, and lose what you was making. That's crazy. Reassigned is funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do though. Like, come on, man. I felt hey, I felt every word she said, bro. And women was in the comments outraged. You gotta go after the I always I've been saying this for the longest. Go after the man that you want. Been saying that. But they don't want to listen to me. They don't want to put in the work. They don't wanna they think it's doing too much. They don't want to seem like they too eager. They don't want to seem like they desperate. Which again, you can be very calculated in what you do. All you gotta do is just in a little hard eye. Like men are simple. We gonna we gonna jump the gun anyway. Just show us some kind of way that you interested. Or say, hey, let's hang out. Let them pay for it. Whatever. But, like, I mean, shit, just, you ain't got to just sit back and just receive, receive, receive. But then now you're getting all trash and you're wondering why all you're getting is trash when you ain't going after nothing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, um, I would agree, man. I think, you know, she's going about finding, well, went about, she's married and successful. Uh, but when about finding a man the right way? A lot of women feel like competing for a man is beneath them. They feel like, you know, the good man is just going to come knock on my door one day. He's going to just fall into my lap. No, it takes strategy, you know, to get to that. And don't get me wrong. There are some, you know, women. It's, and again, we talk about dudes that make a certain level of money, dudes with a certain level of success, which is what she's talking about. And that's what most women say they want. I want a man that's making $150,000, $200,000, six foot, dark skin, works out every day, like that type of man. We talking about a very, very, very slim percentage. So with that being said, you're gonna have to go track that type of man down. Mm. And that's just what it is. So but if you too feel like you're too good to compete for it and whatever the case may be, then you're gonna just have the options that are approaching you. And again, that's not saying you gotta shoot your shot. She's simply saying just put yourself in the vicinity of that type of man in a very frequent fashion and you got a better chance of getting him. Mm-hmm. Better stop relying on luck. Mm. That's it. You know, be in that environment. 
Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. also also understanding what those type of men want in a woman. Mm-hmm. Right. I think they don't look at that either because That's what she went did. there are certain type of qualities that those men look for in women. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have it, you have no shot because they are standing on their principles. You either doing X, Y, Z or you out of here, period. Yeah. And a lot of y'all want them to change like they, the dudes that y'all been dating that's beneath y'all when them niggas not going to change. They are who they are. They making their money, got their house, whatever it is, they established. They have their foundation. This is how we run the program over here. And you're not right. going to come in and change that. So you either get with the program or go with what you're comfortable with. Back to the house. Well, back to the sofa you go. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that's they, honest. I think, you know. I'm not willing to do that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, like women need to make themselves useful to that man. Notice what he said. I, the type of man I want, I'm going to be a secretary at the law. I mean, at the. A dentist office. I'm gonna be a paralegal at the law office or whatever. You know what the common denominator is with all the women aside from just being in the vicinity of them. I'm in direct contact with him. No, no, not not just that. But you serve a purpose in that man's life. Yeah, you are an asset. You are, you know, you become valuable to him. You're not just showing up there and bringing refurbished ass Mm. and you know bad communication and attitude to him to his life. No, you are filing this man's documents with the government. You don't like you are being useful to this man. You are a, a asset. And a lot of women don't necessarily feel like they need to be that. And that's why a lot of those relationships don't last. But those relationships he's talking about, oh, they're gonna they're gonna last for 40 years. Because it's not just a relationship and not just a, you know, I I I like her a lot. That's why she's exactly. here. No. She's serving a purpose in his life. So, you know, I think a lot of women need to focus on that, man, and y'all be better off in relationships. How can I how can my presence in this man's life benefit him in ways that in, in ways in in regard to things that he can't do on his own? Yeah. Especially in this area. Most dudes is cooking. Most dudes is cleaning. Or if we're not doing that, we paying somebody to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's like you coming in, oh, I cook, I clean. It's okay, but what else? Because I I currently have a, a, a cleaning lady. I currently have somebody that comes over here and cook for me two times a week. Or I'm getting prepackaged meals for the week. So what else? So until you find out that what else, you don't keep running into the same relationship issues that y'all run into. And being submissive is not bad. Being submissive is not you being a slave. Being submissive is just simply you leaning on to that person in that instance, in that moment, whatever it is, for that decision. Mm-hmm. Period. If that man is better at finances, you're going to submit to him. <clears throat> if that woman is better at finances, you're going to submit to her. That's just what it is, baby. I understand you got a master's in accounting or you got a master's in, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be something like that. I understand that you understand this a little bit better than I do. So I trust you with your decision. That's all that is. I'm, it's not a slave contract or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And women think about this is slave and all this stuff. When half the time, y'all haven't even been in situations like that. So y'all don't even know what it looks like. So until you end that, you can't really talk about it until you really been in it and understand what it looks like. Facts. Facts. On that note, man, we're going to get into the advice column. <clears throat> These questions keep piling up. We're going to try to see if we can get through a decent amount of them today. Um, first one, Sean White, Patreon member. Yeah. We got questions from March. <laughs> April, for real. <laughs> Um, says, thank you for your advice, Cool. Sometimes as women, we don't see generational trauma and advice from older generations really dictate and sometimes harm how we move in our relationships. I've always heard from older women that it is necessary as a woman to keep two private accounts 
First one is just in case of an emergency fund, solely used for if you fall on hard times. And the second one is uh, if he got a new whole fund and then it's time to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always lived by that bit of advice. Uh, it has given me great pride knowing that if shit hits the fan, I got me in mind. I don't have to be stuck in a relationship uh, with money being held over my head. It uh, gives me pride and comfort. It allows me to see myself as a partner to my husband and not a dependent. Not knowing that I have no one to uh, fall on if my marriage fails and I have three children to feed to get that love and support because all of my blood family is dead. Uh, mm. and, and that's terrifying. Uh, a little bit of clarifying needs to be done. My husband makes 185000 a year in addition to creating logistical code uh, that three of the major oil exporters lease from him that bring in additional income. Whereas I uh, only make 65000 and my business is worth over 130000 uh, completely separate entities. Okay. As previously stated in the past question, I made you aware that I am a stay-at-home mother during the week and a photographer on the weekend. He wanted more uh, than one kid. Uh, wait, he wanted one more kid, mm-hmm. and uh, me not me not so much. Mm-hmm. And I have all the kids and household responsibilities eighty-five percent of the time. Uh, like Smooth said, my husband never had a problem with how our financial roles were currently being handled until this frat until this frat brother and something so publicly. Uh, everything is open. I never did it. I never hid anything, but I also never did splash it in his face either. We bank at the same bank and our financial advisors are the same uh, firm. Our statements come monthly and he has access to view my accounts. I honestly think that it shocks him to see his very submissive wife who keeps to herself, plays her role, and is a stay-at-home mother making close to what he makes, only working two days a week. And yes, I got that nigga fired. <laughs> the the brother-in-law that was over mm-hmm. the accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much, <laughs> not so much as telling my business to my husband, but how public he did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the last month alone, I've had phone calls from my husband's people about home projects, beauty school tuition, uh, busters notes, back child support payments, funeral, and growing weed on my Colorado land. I am done. So my question to you and Smooth, uh, Smooth and Trill, have you ever underestimated the tangible powers abilities that your wife has? If so, how did you work through them? Uh, guys, since you thought it is disrespectful for me to only pay 12000 in bills, what do you think in this particular situation uh, would be the respectable bill ratio? Uh, for this big vacation that you guys brought up, give me some suggestions. My husband is not an island vacation man. He is more of a seeking adventure type of man. Very country. Uh, so the first question, uh, have you ever underestimated the tangible powers and abilities that your wife has? And if so, how did you work through them? Never. 12000 in bills. Never So she paid 12,000 yeah, bills, bills a year bills a year Oh Like share them with the household mm-hmm. But oh the, You don't know the You don't know the other story Huh Kenny Nah y'all gonna answer this alone No but I'm saying You don't know like The, the story she gave us before that I ain't worried about it Oh okay I feel you I hear you <laughs> Fuck you too then But <laughs> <laughs> But nah I never uh, Underestimated Underestimated my wife Ever Ever man I, I seen it in her When we was young I, I seen powerful things In my wife you know what I'm saying? A lot of things she, she'll tell you like she didn't see in herself. You know what I'm saying? She didn't know she can push that far. And, I, and truly, I, still to this day, I truly believe she can go farther. She can take it to wherever she want to take it. She just need a little guidance. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm there for. I'm my, I'm my wife's biggest cheerleader. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I do it. You know what I'm saying? As soon as my wife is, is looking at a position, I'm like, go get it. You know what I'm saying? My wife looking at a business, go get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm big on that. So, I supported my wife through everything, even things she couldn't see yet. You know what I'm saying? I knew I knew that she was ready for it. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, I never underestimated my wife. 
Yeah, man, I, I think that's interesting, man. We recently uh, had somebody reach out to me and present a scenario in which, you know, she was up for a promotion or something like that, and her man was like, nah, I think you need to slow down Chill. a little bit. You know what I'm saying? In terms of, like, being here for, to do, I guess, womanly duties in the house, whatever the case may be. So he... He made it hard for her to go chase her situation. So it's just interesting his move say that. And me and Smooth got similar mindsets in that regard. Um, have I underestimated my wife's tangible abilities? No. That's part of the reason why I got with her. Uh-huh. Uh, if we're gonna be honest. I'm the type of dude like to well, like I I I want my wife out there chasing something. Uh-huh. I do. Because I don't want to be married 40, 50 years and for her to look at me with resentment because she feel like it was something that she could have went and chased and she didn't do it uh-huh. because she wanted to make way for me to go get mine or, you know, stay at home for the kids or whatever the case may uh-huh. be. And, you know, now we 40, 50 years into this thing and she hates my guts because of it. Doesn't really communicate that, but hates my guts because of it. I never wanted that. So, you know, when my wife wanted to go get her second, all her degrees, I encourage her to go do them every single time. I'm going to be good. I'm going to get mine regardless. Uh-huh. And that, that's how that's I feel. That's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? So go go get yours. And that way, you know, when I look to my left and I see you going to do what you do, now I'm inspired to go get even more. Uh-huh. And we constantly just, uh, you know, accomplishing shit side by side, side by side. Because every time somebody accomplishes something in a relationship, we elevate. You yeah. both win. Yeah. And yeah. that's the that's the part of it that yeah. most men miss. They feel like, okay, just because she's elevating, and maybe, you know, I didn't hit a plateau or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Now that reflects bad upon me. No, it doesn't. We still elevate. Mm-hmm. Because now she's going to be making more money for the household. Yeah. And, you know, when you glow up and get your situation, you're going to bring even more money for the household. So the floor just keeps getting higher and higher and higher. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you want. You want to constantly elevate. So did I underestimate it? Hell no. Like hey, I and, I, and I also look at it like, you know what I'm saying? Say if something happened to me, you know what I'm saying? That's how I be thinking. If mm-hmm. something happened to me, I don't want my wife and my son to have to depend on another man, you know what I'm saying? Right. Financially to make sure they good and all that. No, I want my wife to be able to take care of all that. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want my wife to be able, if something ever happened to me, you know what I'm saying? The house that we got, the cars and all these type of things, like the things that we own, like none of that has to go away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I've I've pushed my wife to that level to where I know if I can, man, most people die in a car wreck. That's just how this shit work. You know what I'm saying? And most people die, you know what I'm saying, like five miles away from their crib in car wrecks. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I be thinking about. I'm like, man, if something ever happened to me and me, I work, through, I work in a uh, work truck. You know what I'm saying? I'm in that work truck for at least seven hours a day driving around Houston. Y'all know how bad Houston is. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? So somebody can hit me and run the light and all that. And, I and man, I done been a part of all that to where people be running lights and running stop signs and all these type of things. But I can die here for real. You get what I'm saying? So I, I really think about that. Like I made sure my wife pushed herself in that position to, to actually be in a position where if something ever happened to me, we don't lose anything. My son life doesn't change. The only thing that changes about my son life is me not being there, me not being the father figure. But financially and the neighborhood and the growth I wanted for him, none of that changes. Right. So that's that that that's my thing about it. Yeah, I agree. Her next question is, uh, since we found the twelve thousand in bills that she paid annually disrespectful, what is a proper ratio? And and just for context again, I think at that time we didn't know how much he made. Mm-hmm. So we looking at it, okay, if you make two hundred thousand, he make fifty, and you paying only twelve thousand annually in bills, this is like, come on, fam. <laughs> but 
with further context, now that we see he making more money than you, mm-hmm. then I don't I don't really have an issue with that. Yeah, I don't have an issue with it. You know what I'm saying? If I was if if I was in your position, like I know my wife, you know what I'm saying, in your position, she'll just take on like the bills. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And I'll pay the mortgage. Right. You know what I'm saying? Big big bills for you know what I'm saying? For your husband, little bills for you. Car notes and mortgage and all that for your husband, everything else for you. Cause obviously you can handle it without a hiccup, it won't hurt you at all. Right. You know? Nah, fuck that. She need to be spending half her money. <laughs> that's cool too. If she wanna go that route, that's cool too. We I'm both making saying, money we, over here. But, but I'm just saying what's respectable. Nah, that you is respectable. They both making the same amount of money. <laughs> he said, I, I, if we hey, both making 185, you. we down the line. Yeah. And it shouldn't she, be she no argument. Huh? She, she make two hundred. She make? Almost, she, yeah, but she make about, make she, about yeah, why, why I gotta pay more so you make more than me? She says sixty five. She makes it. I guess she pay herself sixty five because she got home business. But she says she brought in with one thirty. Yeah, uh, uh, well, she makes yeah sixty five doing her regular job and then well not a regular job, but she do photography. The photography business bringing one hundred thirty thousand. I think yeah, the the okay. other stuff okay, is like portfolio. Yeah, yeah. So it all totals out to like one hundred thirty thousand. No, we need to fifty fifty this thing so I can get my side whole mm. bank account and my emergency fund bank account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, but you playing me right now? Hey, but right. to be honest, you can get you? all your bread up right now, mm. and I can't do nothing if you want to go out and get a side a side dude. Hey, mm. and that's real. Like if you like, you gotta look at it from both sides of the table, baby. And I'm glad he said that because you gotta think about it like. You know what I'm saying? Say one day you wake up and you don't love this man no more. Shit happens, bro. Like 30 years, you know what I'm saying? You you just want to be out there. Same thing with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course, protect yourself. Put your bread up like you've been doing. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, you got to think about him too. Hey, bro, put some bread up. You know My mind said I'd be upset if I found out you making the same amount of me and you only getting, you only giving 10%. To this, this household, <laughs> not even not even ten. Yeah, that, that ain't even What's ten. That? Not even What's ten? that? A thousand, that's a thousand dollars a month. So. It might be five. It might be five. Five. I think so. Well, Let me see. She said she put up 12, twelve grand a year, huh? Yeah. Yeah, but it also depends on how they live. It's only twelve months in a year. I know. It, it, hey, that's a thousand dollars a month. That's six percent of her money <laughs> yeah, going we, to the we, house. We ain't, no, we ain't <laughs> you know what? I, I take that back. Uh, that is disrespectful. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> That's trash, dog. Yeah. Yeah. God, that only yeah. 6%. She say, like, hey, baby, I'm good. 6% of income going. She mad, but I'm feet up. Hey, I'm, I'm good. I mean, I don't know what, what bills they got or whatever it is, but shit. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm yeah, with man. you. Hey, nah, but now that we talking about it, we hit a number. Yeah. I need about half. I need about <laughs> But see, look, my, my issue is is, is the same so. issue Kenny got with the whole stacking for my departure. Yeah. See that that's the thing. And that's why I, I don't always felt the way about Man paying all the bills. My money go to the vacation. My money go oh, to this. Yeah, My money she go just to that. Said if she got to depart, mm-hmm. that's all my that's cash. All money she fund and that's she got depart, departing fund. Which wow. okay, you got that. But wow. I can't do that because I'm spending sixty percent of my bread. Mm-hmm. That's that's real. She already right getting ready for the escape and she prepared for. And it. what if she cheat? Ooh, and I and I file for divorce. Do I get some of that money? Hell you no. violated. No. I, do I get some of that? Nope. No. Yeah. No. Nah, hell no. Nah. Nah, ain't get none of that. She gonna fight tooth and nail for that boy. <laughs> <laughs> he get anything else but detective. 
Yeah, so mm. so that that part right there is not is not right. I don't, I don't I don't really agree with that. But in terms of bill breakdown, I don't feel like it's a specific answer. I think it's whatever that y'all comfortable with. But having side escape funds, I don't, I don't know about that one. T. That that's that's a little wild. Especially if he don't know about it. Did did she say he don't know about it? I think she said he do know. Yeah, about he it. know about it. Oh, she in that case, he, uh, that, she that, said that she ain't had no she had no bloodline to back her up just in case shit fell apart. Right. But I mean. I don't know, man. Are you just, invested in this shit or you not? I just don't see six. Are you invested in it or not? Six percent of your money, and we making the same amount of money. That's real. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> she breaking ninety four percent just tucking. Yeah, that's why I that's said. Crazy. But that's why I, that's said, why I said, like y'all trips, he shouldn't have to pay. If you gonna only give up five percent of your your uh Let's your be salary real. to your to your household, I'm, th- 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 that's why she asked about the trips. It need to be a lavish trip, in my opinion. Y'all need to take about two three trips a year. All all expenses need to be on you. What you say he like adventurous stuff? Just find find real nice expensive uh, like adventurous stuff to do that costs some change that you know that he wouldn't spend his money on doing. You know what I'm saying? That's what you need to be putting your money towards. That'll make it even. You know what I'm saying? Because then you'll know like every three four months. You know what I'm saying? I didn't put up this bread. This is for this. You know what I'm saying? We spending goddamn twenty bands right here. You get what I'm saying? I need four trips a year, man. We're going to avoid that completely. This is our vacation fund. <laughs> this is your half of the bills. Father's Day and birthday, not included in that. That's a fact. You know they're going to try to side check the way. They're going to try to tie them in together. No, no. Nah. trying to side eye you with that. Uh-huh. Nah, we're not doing that one. Nah. At least 30%. I mean, come on, 15%. man. 15%. So. You know what I'm saying? 5%. Right, gonna... That's cold, boy. That's crazy. <laughs> we're going to move on to the next one, man. It's from Austin. Patreon member. What's up? That clap be low sometimes, huh? What? Huh? That clap be long, huh? Sometimes it be long all the time, bro. I don't know. I don't know why. It seems like it's getting longer though. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. hold you. All right, he said, I have a question for the whole crew, but maybe more directed toward AC and Smooth because you guys are married. Uh huh. As a twenty-year-old, I have been with a lot of girls, but only two, really one, because the first one was when I was fifteen, and it was first, it was puppy love, and the second girl, I was nineteen. Uh, out of the number of girls I've talked to, oh, so it's only been two girls that I've talked to that gave me a euphoric, amazing feeling that is rare. Mm-hmm. I want to say that feeling is what being in love is because I know it isn't just infatuation because I didn't even think of sex, but uh, her is a person, and I still think of this girl to this day, but I'm only 20, so maybe I'm wrong. I want to ask AC and Smooth, when y'all got with y'all wives, of course you liked her, but did you guys feel the euphoric, powerful, deep love emotion that I'm talking about? Or did being with her just feel like all your other girlfriends and it just so happened that y'all stayed together, were compatible and made it work till marriage? I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. Basically, I personally feel like if any girl I talk to doesn't give me that feeling then the one girl that gave me, then I don't think she's the one. Am I right? Thanks, crew. You guys have instilled priceless knowledge in me. Shout out to Austin. So basically he asking like, <clears throat> if that girl don't give you that feeling with yeah, no, he basically asking like when we met our wives, mm-hmm. did we have that euphoric, amazing traffic stopping type of feeling? Or did was she just like all our other girlfriends and we just kinda thugged it out and became more compatible as time passed? Yeah, nah, man. I I met my wife, man, we met on some on some school shit. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't on no, you know what I'm saying, me trying to holler at her, she trying to holler at me. You know what I'm saying? We really met on some genuine school stuff. Goddamn me. Sitting in my dorm room. Hell, the, the dude she would talk to would be blowing her phone up. 
You get what I'm saying? The, the girls I was talking to would be blowing my phone up. We just, we just, you know what I'm saying? In that time, we had that respect to, it's, it's us right now. We, 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 you know what I'm saying? We building right now. And that just so happened to grow into, you know what I'm saying? Us being one, you know? You know what I'm saying? But in that time, we, we had them, them conversations, you know? And you know, when you, when you start getting to know somebody and, you know what I'm saying? Their logic, you know what I'm saying? Matches with yours. You automatically just start liking them. You get what I'm saying? You want to, you want to see where that go. So that grew in thin in in town. You know what I'm saying? That grew in town. Yeah, um, I would agree. Um, I think that deep euphoric, emotional traffic stopping type of shit happens in movies. When you meet a girl, you like her, sure. And it's something about her that just stands out, that's just different from all the other women that you're talking to. Cause let's just be honest, probably talking to multiple women when you meet the girl. And she's mm-hmm. probably talking to multiple dudes. Let's just mm-hmm. keep it G. But it's just something different about it. It's just something you know, it's a feeling that when she leaves your presence, you don't like. Compared to other girls, you can have sex with a chick, she leave, and you wouldn't bat an eye. That means nothing to me. But when the girl you really, really like leaves, you feel a bit uneasy. You get to checking, okay, well, what you doing? Where you at? Where you going? You get to asking questions that you don't ask most women. Because you don't really give a damn until it's time for me to utilize you what I want to utilize you for. So that was more of it. And then, just like Smooth said, the longer you in it, more experiences y'all go through, you get to really like dive into how her mind works and how she responds to certain situations and all of those things kind of add to the entry, kind of adds to the, you know, uh, uh, aura of her until, you know, you reach the point of, okay, I love this girl and I'm a hundred percent sure I love this girl uh-huh. and she is on a pedestal above all the rest of the women. And then at that point you do what you got to do to keep her. But it's it's a it's a constant growing thing, you know, and and it's gonna keep growing even the older you get, you know. When you having kids, you know, when my wife had my my daughter, I looked at her with an even more, you know, uh, uh, um, you know, enthusiastic respect than I did before, because it's like mm-hmm. wow, like you just gave me the best gift that I could ever receive. Mm-hmm. So now my respect for you just climbed even more. I was already in love with you, but now it's on an even more level. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, as y'all go through things in life, it's just going to constantly grow. It's going to constantly yeah. grow. And, you know, that's more realistic. But the deep, euphoric type of shit right from the door, I don't, I don't really think that's that's uh, how it goes in most cases, if I'm going to just be honest. Um, All right, we're going to move on to the next one. This is from Kimberly, Patreon member. All right, she says, hey, crew, I hope that everyone is doing great. I'm enjoying the content and appreciate when you all engage with the audience. I'm not sure if you all got around to answer my previous question, but I heard an interesting topic this week, and I wanted to get y'all perspective. In your opinion, which woman would have a more difficult time being vulnerable in a new relationship? A reformed sex worker or a woman who was abused in a previous relationship? Stay blessed. What? 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 My bad, I was talking to Spoof. You yeah, but what, what was that last one? I'll tell y'all about talking on the pod. Man. You know what? I'm docking. Hey. I'm docking. Pay- <laughs> I'm smacked. Yeah, that's what he was telling me. He said, <laughs> You better pull it together, man. I don't care about none of that. Nah, but Jordan what, food nah, game. But what was that last part? Episode 100, niggas get the wild out. What'd you say? <laughs> what was that last part uh, she said? Uh, she said, in your opinion, which woman would have a more difficult time being vulnerable in a new relationship? A reformed sex worker? Or a woman who was abused in a previous relationship. Y'all stay blessed. I would say the latter. The person that was abused. I agree. Because they're from... Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, because that's more emotional damage Mm. than... Because the reform sex, that's that's a choice. Like, 
they choose, they chose to do that. Unless they they was abused and then chose to do this. That's tricky. But she, bro, she didn't say that. But yeah, I'm going to say neither, bro. I'm going to say neither. I'm going to go with neither. Just think about it, bro. Like, if a woman really like you, bro, no matter what she been through, like, she, if she really like you, for real, like, she see you as that, you get what I'm saying? No matter what she been through, she going to be vulnerable with you. For real. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that move. I'm telling I, you. I get where you're coming from, but it would take a lot for her to get there, though. That It wouldn't be easy. It's definitely possible, but it wouldn't be easy at all. Over time. I would say over time with her, like with the flashes of things, you know, like with the things that, you know, all of us have as far as the things that get on our nerves and all that type of stuff, like the trauma things. Yeah, but as far as the vulnerable part, if she really like you, bro, she gonna give you that. Mm. She gonna give you that. We think a lot of time. Now dealing with the trauma is different, but the vulnerability part. If she really in love with you, like, like you know what I'm saying, y'all, y'all get y'all three months in this shit, and she really see you as man. I can be with this man. I can marry this man, and all these type of things, bro. She is gonna give you that grace in three months. But a lot of times, when those situations happen, when you know they're, they're dealing with things, a lot of times it come from people that they trust. Mm-hmm. So dealing, making, having somebody completely new trust them. I don't know. I, I think that would be extremely hard. Extremely hard. Of course, the trauma is still there, though. The yeah. trauma of of it all is still there. So she's gonna have flashes, or he is gonna have flashes. Right. Let's say it on both sides. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the vulnerability part, they're gonna tell you what's up because being vulnerable is telling you what's real. <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? Telling you my darkest secrets. Telling you what, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, what could really hurt me out here. You, the information of it all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would say. Mm, Kenny, what do you think? In terms of a woman that was a, once a sex worker compared to a woman that has some, you know, traumatic abuse in her past, which one would have more trouble being vulnerable? That was that was her exact question? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let me read it again Just for clarity In your opinion Which woman would have A more difficult time Being vulnerable In a new relationship A reformed sex worker Or a woman who was abused In a previous relationship mm. I don't think she meant To word it that way though hmm? Being vulnerable mm-hmm. I think she meant like Who would have a harder time Maintaining a relationship I guess basically That's how I think of it huh? Like Matt Expressing vulnerability I don't Okay. 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 Just, just real quick, let me let me provide a little more context. I'm a, I'm gonna just give a kind of summary of what I think context wise, and then I want y'all to respond. Cause this how this how I feel like she meant. We already know what the abusive mm-hmm. yeah issues are, mm-hmm. but with a sex worker, it's a mindset change. Yeah. Right. So when you a sex worker, you look at all men like a number, mm-hmm. like a like a like a like a money sign. All men are here for a reason. It's damn near a barter mindset. Yeah, you don't believe in love. Mm-hmm. You don't believe in none of that. You believe it. This is transactional. Everything's transactional, and I would equate it to say somebody that's famous, right? If I'm Drake, every woman I see, I'm gonna think she's a fan or she's with me because of who I am or my money, and it's gonna be hard for me to open up to a woman because I have to first make sure that she's not that. So with a sex worker, it's similar. If I look at all men like dollar signs or like exchanges. It's going to be hard for me to be vulnerable with them because I don't even believe in relationships to begin with. So that's where the difficulty comes in at. You know what I'm saying? But uh, 
Oh, we're going to read the definition of vulnerable. Vulnerable is an adjective. It's susceptible to physical or emotional attack or harm. Mm-hmm. Um, in need of special care, support, or protection because of age, disability, or risk of abuse or neglect. And are liable to higher penalties. Okay, now that's 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 business. But those first two, that's what it is. So, so again, context-wise, I think it would be harder for... Well, not I don't. Well, I ain't really gave my sister on who I would think be harder for, but that's the context I think she meant it in reprogramming mentally. Yeah, I, to I trust think, somebody. I, I think abuse abuse part would be way harder to build because you're looking at a man as your protector instead of him being your protector. He's the one that's beating you down. Right. He ain't protecting you. He ain't doing. He doing the exact <laughs> opposite of everything. Now it's hard for me to trust another man not to do the same thing to me as this man did. All right. When I was open about everything to you, and and I still can't trust you. Whereas the sex worker, I think is. That's more of unless she was forced in there, picked up by another guy or whatever. But if you're talking about her career path was being in porn, I think that's a path she chose. It's, it's easier for her to live with that. You know what I'm saying? Because she understands what she's doing. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would agree. I think that the, the abuse part weighs happier. Because, again, the sex worker part is just mental programming. It's no different than, you know, most men that we're going to keep it real. We say it all the time, men are wired to be snipers, wired to just have sex with women, view women as damn near an object, if we're going to be real. And then we run into somebody we like, and then we, it takes reprogramming for us to be into that relationship. But it's com- it's completely possible, and pretty pretty quickly, if we like her enough. But trauma and abuse, things of that nature, that's something that doesn't go away. You can be in a relationship with a new dude for 10 years, and he'll still be suffering from repercussions of trauma that she had when she was, you know, younger or in her past relationship, abuse, whatever the case may be. Every time an argument comes up, she flinching. Or every time, you know, certain things come up, it triggers something. And that could be for the next 30 years. So I definitely think that's that's way deeper of a, a you know, mental, I guess, barricade to get past. Um, but, I mean, both are, you know, difficult to get past. But if I had to pick one, it would definitely be abuse. Um, good question, though. Yeah, man, I never... He thought about that like that. All right, next one. This is from Kyle, Patreon member. Come on. (laughs) Say what up, crew. I recently had a conversation with a chick the other day, and she said that the traditional sense of a man uh, proposing doesn't exist anymore, i.e. asking the parents blessings before popping your question. To keep it short, my response to her was, that's false. Because I wholeheartedly believe in the concept, and I'm not even 27 yet. My question to you is, do you guys believe that the concept is still valid? And if so, what is the right way to do it? On the flip side, would you still do it if her parents were to say no? Y'all boys keep up the good work. Hopefully one of these days we can get a live show out here in the Bahamas. Oh, Shout out to that. Kyle, man. Shout out to the Bahamas. So uh, his question is, do you guys believe that the concept is still valid in terms of like approaching a woman's parents and asking for their permission in marriage, and what would you do if they said no? Yeah, we don't matter. Fuck the parents. Fuck the people. I'm not building my legacy with the parents. That's fact. Hey, and for real, for real, like, man, look, I'm hoping we have a daughter next and all that shit. If I have a daughter, bro, and she dating a dude serious, like I see it serious, I would tell him, hey, bro. If you plan on marrying my daughter, don't approach me on me or my wife. Don't hey do that. You get what I'm saying? Like we have nothing to do with that. You get what I'm saying? Like you're not I, you're not building your legacy with her family. 
You're not doing it all with his family. Y'all building y'all legacy together. So fuck them people, man. If they don't want to be at the wedding, oh well. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's assuming that you've already talked to him prior to that, right? Us knowing that his head is on straight. What? Him not needing Matt don't to care what he him is. not needing to ask your Matt don't care what, look, 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 look. what his daughter going through. My, he said, my that's thing what is, she chose, that's what she chose. Exactly. So if when she's I, getting beat by Pookie, you hey, don't care. That's her hey, choice. My thing, my thing is like I'm gonna tell her if I have a daughter. Is that a I deal enjoy, breaker? <laughs> off the rip. Hey bro, said. don't call me over here to 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 put hands on this man, pistol whip this man, and you're gonna be with him the next day and he's gonna be at Thanksgiving dinner with me. At the or, the table. or me goddamn me go over there and get my ass whipped and he's gonna be <laughs> you know what I'm saying, at the end of the table. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, we not doing that. You get what I'm saying? But you, do you want to meet him? Huh? Do you want to meet him? Yeah, though? I would want to meet him and all that, that type nigga, of stuff. That nigga told me. That nigga at Thanksgiving did this. Tell him that I'm cutting the face. Yo, put my ass in. He coming to highs. I got to give up the, the, the king seat. You know what, man? You sit right there, fam. You sit on the end, fam. And the big turkey you, lady. You run this whole family. Yeah. Needs that. Daddy, can yeah. you pass me the tongs? <laughs> no, no, you no, reach no. for it. That nigga look not at not you crazy. You. Not what you. you doing? No, no that's, that's me. That's real, though. <laughs> Like I don't believe people should You know what I'm saying I don't believe in that shit bro Like that decision is not The parents decision bro Cause if her parents say no All just because they don't fuck with you You know what I'm saying Like they, they just don't fuck with you That's fucked up You know what I'm saying Because often like we didn't seen some shit You know what I'm saying We see it all across America Somebody parents don't like them Don't like a dude right you know what I'm saying? Because either they live in they live in arrangements when they young. Bro, a, a a person cannot choose how they are raised. They cannot choose that type of shit. You get what I'm saying? Only thing they can choose is their integrity, you know what I'm saying, what they gonna do, right? But most people be like, oh nah, they not of that ilk and all that type of shit. They'll they'll do that to their daughters or they'll do that to their sons. And then they'll get with somebody they don't supposed to be with. Now they'll look at them like, oh, they family got these type of things, but they ain't the right person. Now you done stuck your 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 child with child support or being a baby mom's out here, and then the dude that you or the girl you ran them away from went on to have a great family. You know what I'm saying? The successful life that that you wanted for your child, but you stood in the way of that. You know what I'm saying? Because you didn't not fuck all that. I don't want to stand in the way of nothing. You know what I'm saying? The skills that I give you, if you can't dissect a person. And and see if you can fall under their program or they can follow your program. You know what I'm saying? That's when my son or I'm praying we have a daughter. You get what I'm saying? Like with that type of thing. Like, you know, I'm looking at you like, what did you learn from me? Cause all through your life I'm gonna be giving you them skills. Mm. So hell nah, don't don't come to me with nothing. Don't come to me saying, Hey, can I marry your daughter? Cause I I'm gonna tell you no. No, you you ain't man enough. A real man would have just did it. <laughs> A real man, me. you understand me? A real man would have said, "Man, fuck, hey, fuck your parents. You can't have no kids with your parents. That's just real, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want my son to be like, hey, man, hey, who you with? You with your, you with your mom and daddy for the rest of your life, or you with me? You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, it's us again. Cause I look at it like this, bro. When you married and shit, like you really, like people married, like for real, for real. When you get married to somebody, you thinking that's gonna be the one that you're gonna live the rest of your days with. You get what I'm saying? So that means Say say you get cancer Say say something happened to you on a job and I, Bro that person is going to be with you Every day Every day 
Not the parents. Not the parents. Not the brother and sister. Not none of that. Not your brothers. They brothers. None of that. They gonna be with you day for day, making show that you straight. You get what I'm saying? Like no fool. Like you do not put you do not put your parents above that. They don't belong above that. The moment you step onto that marriage realm, you know what I'm saying? No. No, all that it, it cannot do no, no It's this is what I'm doing You riding or not And if you not Get the hell out the way That's how I feel about it I feel him though um, I feel him Kenny what, what you think about that In terms of like Do you feel like It pro- should be protocol For you to You know Ask somebody's Hand in marriage And If you went to ask a chick Pop's hand in marriage He said hell no. Nah. What's your next move uh, I think it all depends on the woman that I'm talking to. If she respects her father and her mother like that, and their valued opinion, I think it's a respectful way for me to go ahead and step out there and say, "Hey, because I want to marry your your daughter, and I respect that she respects y'all so much that I'm giving y'all the proper respect to say, hey, 'Hey, I'm asking for your daughter's hair and marriage, your hand, her hand in marriage, and I would like for y'all blessing.' If you say no, then you say no. Right. But she has still has to say no to me. But I can know I, I went up there and told her, hey. I went to talk to your dad about asking you in a marriage. I did my part. I gave him the respect of saying that that's what it is. And if she says, oh, he don't like you, then he going to be expressing that the whole way through anyway if he ain't like me. So why are you still here anyway? Right. Now you just, you just showing me along. But I think she would make the right decision. Hey, Pop, this is the one I love. And I think most fathers, I would think, would fall in line and say, okay, if, if you was a respectable man, and my daughter respects you like that, then hey, it is what it is. Yeah. So if if you had a daughter, mm-hmm. would you want her fiance to ask you, or do you care? Yes, because I think at that point he becomes my son, mm. and I want to feel comfortable coming to talk to me about things. Valid. Valid. I, I would feel like he would respect my opinion now on certain things going on, like because in marriage, because I. I you know how marriage is. If he sees I've been married for so long, he's like, hey, how'd y'all get through this? What's, you know, mm-hmm. me, me and your daughter doing this. Uh, how do we get past this? Yeah, um, I think I'm I think I'm more in line with Kenny in that aspect. I think it's just a, it's just a respect thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I wouldn't, I ain't saying I require it for my approval. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. But it, it, it definitely means more that he values my opinion. Mm-hmm. On you know what I what I think about the union and different things like that you know I think that's gonna make us closer that's gonna make the bond closer um, so yeah I mean I, w- I would definitely like for that to happen in terms of if it's me um, you know just context I, I I definitely did you know I went to you know I went to my wife's guardian and was like hey this how I'm feeling you know what I'm saying and whatever the case may be and you know I love her and you know I, I'm, I'm gonna take care of her but again her and his relationship is close. You know, so again, I think it depends on how close their relationship is. Now, you may be dating a chick who don't even mess with her pops or, you know, a, a male guardian, whoever it is, grandpa, whatever like that. So then in that case, I don't really put much weight in it. But if they have a close relationship, oh, definitely. I de- I'm, I'm putting a lot of weight in it. If I go to him and he like, nah, I don't really think. Then me personally, I, I, I probably wouldn't even want to want to be in the in, in the marriage. I, would, I wouldn't want to get married. Mm. As designers, because again, I don't feel like I should come between nobody's family, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that, that's just not my place. That's going to be uncomfortable. I want us to all get along, you know, when we having functions and different things like that. I don't want it to be awkward. 
Because just because he, you know, disproves of the marriage don't mean he ain't never coming around for nothing. Like, when we have our first kid, he's going to be there. Mm -hmm. You know, for wedding wedding day, he's going to be there. Functions, family functions, holidays, he's going to be there. So now he done said no to me. I married her anyway. Now it's, it's tension. That's just what it is. Because, you know, as a man, we ain't going to let nothing, nothing like that go. We're going to forever see him as the nigga that said, nah, you ain't good enough. So, you Unless know. He it's, apologizes. Right, right, right. So yeah, that that would be that would be something totally different. What, um, if, what if you're not necessarily he not you're not good enough? He just, you know, selfish being a father. You don't just turning over that almost like that power almost. It's mm -hmm. like you really releasing her to this to this to this other man. Right, but in, in in my opinion, I don't I don't really feel like that's the reality of the other exchange. Okay, because it would be different if. You know, I'm asking for his girls, you know, his daughter's hand in marriage, and we're getting ready to move to another country. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to be there. But but that's not the case. We're going to be in the same city that you're in or somewhere close. You're going to be able to come see her frequently. She's going to still call you for guidance, different things like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to lean on you for guidance, going with what Kenny's saying. You are now a father figure in my life. Mm -hmm. So the, the relationship is going to be there. Like, it, it's going to be impactful. Mm -hmm. And I don't I don't want that type of weight Weighing down on my relationship because I, me and her daddy don't like each other, and she looks up to her daddy like that's. Nah, I'm nah, I'm I'm, I'm good. I, Who I'm, you I'm, riding I'm with? with <laughs> I'm I'm good. I, you you could y'all got it. I'm gonna just go do my thing and find somebody else. Who's Who you want to have a family so, with? I feel that. That's just honest. So what? you know, I, I think as a man, it just depends on whether or not you're willing to deal with that headache. I'm not. Mm -hmm. That's just that's just real. I'm not. When I thought I was ready, I went I went to her pops. Mm -hmm. And I asked, but me and him would we would we was already like kicking it on a regular, right? You know, watching sports and just just talking about life in general. So you know, just one day I just asked him straight up. But I think today, um, I'm like in between. But what both of y'all saying? Um, I think I would just I would just I wouldn't ask. I would just tell him like this is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm marrying your daughter. Mm -hmm. I love her a lot, and you know X Y Z. Tell him the whole plan, and but this is what we're gonna do. And if he strongly opposes it, then what? Then, hey, I love your daughter. I'm not dating you. Mm. you know what I'm saying me and your daughter got something going on. We got a family. We going we to, I'm steering this ship. This is my ship. You know, you can come visit, but this is my ship. And then what if he just whoop on you right there? <laughs> <laughs> In the front yard, man. <laughs> yeah, what's with these weird ass goddamn? No, nah, I'm messing with you. <laughs> That's and hilarious. Be drawing up some. I think it'd be a, a valid reason of why you wouldn't want someone to marry your daughter. Yeah, I think it'd be valid as another man to be like, "Hey, this is the reason why I don't think y'all ready." But I ain't doing that. You know what it is. As being a respectful man, you know it's. You know what it is, though. A, a lot of times, if we just gonna keep it real. A lot of couples and stuff, you want to get married young. Mm -hmm. And that you as a man, you ain't even established your career yet. So I'm supposed to entrust your your leadership mm -hmm. with my daughter. You don't even know what the fuck you want to do with your life. Y'all just love each other. Mm -hmm. Nah, I'm nah, I ain't rolling. I'm rolling. I ain't rolling. I'm rolling. So I'm not gonna say no, but I'm gonna give them the ends of that I'm saying. Did y'all really like think I made about this? Right Did y'all plan this? Did y'all plan that? Did y'all do you really see the ins and out of this, how your career going? I I'd approve your marriage. I like you as a, a man, but I don't think you're ready to be married. Man, I'm at this not age. With that. But I mean, hey, if she accepts if she accepts your hand in marriage, I'm not 
Right, yeah. I mean, at that point, it ain't, it ain't nothing I can I'm do. Just, I'm just going to give you why I say no. I know no, plenty big. But I, but know I will be there at the wedding. That didn't doubt a division when I ain't had nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I ain't had nothing, bro, all I had was my integrity, my name. I've been solid from day one, from a young boy. You get what I'm saying? And that's what I think of making of a man is. You get what I'm saying? Because if you a solid man, you're going to find a way. I tell us who you is. Every solid dude I know, they find a way to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Degree or not, they find a way to make it happen. And they stand on everything they believe in. Even if him and the girl don't work, they be active dads. They do what they got to do. You get what I'm saying? That's what I believe in. You get what I'm saying? That's why I'm like, fuck them. I'm not with it. I'm not here for you. You know what I'm saying? This is not your time. It won't ever be. You can't have kids with your kids, bro. Only thing you can do is raise them and guide them. Once, you, once they get off your porch, every decision they make, you're going to have to ride with it, whether you like it or not. You know what I'm saying? You cannot like the man. You cannot like the girl. But if they choose to be with that person, you better respect them because they're going to cut you off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Me. Every you know what I'm saying? Everybody die here. That's what people don't understand. You everybody got a due date. You're gonna spend your whole life beefing with your kid, then when you get sick or something, your kid don't even come see you because of all that history y'all got. That's crazy. I'm out the way with that. Mm. You get what I'm saying? That's why I don't believe in, you know what I'm saying, somebody standing in front of me because I love your daughter. You know what I'm saying? Get out the way You either going with it You going to be with it Or you not And a, a lot of people Wasn't at first I can't even lie to y'all A lot of her side Wasn't with it Hell my mom's wasn't with it You get what I'm saying But when I start Making shit happen Goddamn pushing my wife My wife pushing me and shit And I stood on everything I said I was going to do Not who the lead You know what I'm saying Not who everybody come to You know what I'm saying I'm going to make a believe out of you you know what I'm saying? Now, if I don't see no integrity in you, and a man, a man that got integrity stand on this too, and all, man, you can see that in another man. If I don't see that in you, yeah, I'm going to question my daughter. You show. Either way, I'm going to ride with you, but I'm going to give you that, hey, you show, because I don't see it in him. But if, if you say it's good, hey, I'm riding with y'all. You get what I'm saying? And that's what I believe in. Because all that's your decision. Like, you want to have babies with somebody and all this type of shit. You want to build something. I can't, I can't stand in your way. Because if I stand, if I try to stand in your way, you're going to cut me off. Yeah, then when she has four babies by this man, and she's like, hey, Pops, I ain't got nowhere to go. She got to come live with you. I ain't tripping. And the four kids. I ain't tripping. Yeah. I ain't tripping. Because the man I am, I'm a, I'm a first off, my daughter ain't going to do it. If I have a, hopefully I do have a daughter. She, odds is... Honestly, odds is she ain't gonna pick the wrong man because she gonna see my integrity. I'm the example. I wish that was true. I'm but the, I know one, I know, I know, I know one woman, right? <laughs> I know. I, I can name five right off the top of my head. Who? 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 You know exactly who I'm talking about. Oh shit! Oh yo yo hey, shit! Oh, hey, no five oh, right off hey. top of my head. Dude. I ain't gonna say that situation. That's just real. <laughs> but that's real. Say, you know what I'm saying? Like that they, they came from a good home. They yeah, 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 yeah. Home, yeah. And, yeah. And, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, but right. and that, and, and, and same thing. Like I was saying, I gave you the tools. Mm-hmm. Don't mean you gotta use them. Just with your, even if y'all got sons and daughters. If I give you the tools, when you step off this porch, if you choose not to use them, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm riding with your decision. I'm riding with that shit. You get what I'm saying? And I'm going to support you through that shit. You got four kids. You got to come stay back with me. I'm going to hey, bro, you know you fucking up. What's up? You need to get on top of your game now. What if she continuously does it? No, you got to go. Them kids got to be on the streets. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your grandkids go be on the streets. You got to be on the streets. I'm sorry. 
what I'm saying? Because I got to let you feel what your, what your mom's putting you through. You know what I'm saying? She didn't have to go this route. Wait, I, what? That's real. Wait. I gotta let you feel. I gotta let Wait, you feel. Your mom's is putting you. Th- you gotta let these young kids go into foster care, be separated, hey, be, hey, be separated, hey, because that's your hey, grandkids. Need to feel what, hey, that's your grandkids. I did my job as a parent. I did my job. So now you have a. If you ask your mom's what, what I did for her, she gonna tell you I was stand. I did everything I was supposed to do. She chose not, or he chose not. That ain't got nothing to do. I love y'all to death, because y'all my blood. But my time for raising kids is done. The moment my kids grow up to be men and all this shit, the time to raising kids, that's done. I'm selling my house, going to get a loft somewhere. Can't nobody come stay with me? I gave you the tools. Maybe hmm. done Maybe done raising them, but if once they have kids, too, it's you know your, it's I'm your not responsibility. Obliga- I'm not obligated no. to be no 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 grandfather 24-7 no, watching kids. Nobody, no, and the, we not doing that. But you still should help. No, I should not. As the grandparent, yes, you should. No, I shouldn't. Hey, congratulations, my boy. That's a part of your offspring. I'm out. That's a part of your offspring. I, I did my job. I'm out. You know what's wild? You know why I look I'm at, not with it. But you know, <laughs> See, you know why you I look at it like that? To be, to be honest with you, the only reason why I look at it like that, bro, you know what I'm saying? And my moms and her moms do, you know what I'm saying, take my son and all these type of things, like, you know. But as far as like, like yearly, yearly, I'm paying for daycare, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I used to pay my sister to watch my son through the, through the pandemic. Everything we ever had to do, we had to pay our way through this shit. Ain't nobody say, oh, that's for the love. You good. Ain't nobody ever gave me that. Ever. You know what I'm saying? I'd be on my knees today if that was the case. You know what I'm saying? So everything I had to do, bro, I had to get that shit out the mud. I had to pay my way through. Me and my wife had to pay our way through. I'd be damned if I throw that shit away when my son or my next kid, whatever it is, goddamn get older and they, they trying to handicap me. You got me fucked up. I did my job. I made sure you, you was in a, a hell of a nice neighborhood. God damn it, I gave you everything you could ever dream of or tools that I'd never had and probably would never have. But I put you in position. Me and my me and your moms put you in position to have everything you could never dream of. You get what I'm saying? I dare you spit in my face. That's how I'm looking at it. I dare you spit in my face. You know what's crazy though? I think that I think that that's what's wrong with black people in terms of like where we are in society. That that mindset. And don't get me wrong. He smooth ain't the only one think like that. I think it's a lot of black people say, "Oh, you turn eighteen, get out of my house. You wrong. Go go go, go do your thing. Decisions, whatever. Decisions making. You just go do what you want to do." Other cultures don't move like that. This is it. You know, it's it's motherfuckers cutting kids off if you ain't getting your degree in this STEM or if you ain't getting your degree in this law. Or you ain't doing this or you the type of man that you bring to me. He ain't already established. I ain't approving none of that. You will be disowned. Change your last name. Like those, it's, it, those other type of families that's in the lead in terms of where they are in society. That's how they move. And I think more black people need to move like that. It's too many black people that are just cool with mediocrity from people that they love. And that's what that is. If my daughter go out here and have four kids from a nigga that I knew from the door was nothing, and the marriage fails, I failed her because I stopped raising her. We, you should never stop raising your kids, ever. I don't give a damn how old they is. And that's why you got white kids and, you know, Jewish kids and motherfuckers living with their parents today, 33, 34, until they can go out in this world and they got establishment. They got a big-ass bank account. I can go out and give me a house. I'm, I'm, I'm walking into stability. Out the door. 
But black folks don't think like that. We saw it. This motherfucker 18, get the hell out of my house. You grown. Whatever you do, that's your decision. And that's what's wrong with us. We need to stop being cool with that mediocrity shit. No. If you bring a nigga to me and I don't approve of him, I'm not approving. And I'm not supporting it. That's, that's just honest. Now, 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 now you are grown. You can go do what you want to do. That's sure. But I'm not helping that situation. Don't call me for no money. Don't call me for nowhere to stay. Don't call me for none of that. You made a decision. You grown. Walk in your decision. You know why I don't agree with that? Because I come from that. Right. You get what I'm saying? I come from that. I come from a nigga not trying to help me. I come from, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, in, in a sense, mom shitting on me. You get what I'm saying? I come from all that. I beat all that. Yeah, but 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 that right there is different. And, and what I mean by different is the safe fence is us right now. If I'm if I'm giving my daughter the tools, I'm giving her the right way to go. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 active in your life. I'm there day for day for day for day. Every PTA meeting, every dance mm-hmm. recital, every motherfucking football game, mm-hmm. basketball game, I'm there. And you giving us spelling bee, and I'm giving you the game. So when you go out there and you bring a nigga to me. Mm-hmm. That is not ready to lead. Mm-hmm. He's not established himself in nothing, but you expect me to give my blessing for him, for you to fall under his leadership. Mm-hmm. And you think I'm going to do it, you a fucking fool. And if you go do it, mm-hmm. do your thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm not supporting that shit. Mm-hmm. Just like, again, with, a, with a, a Japanese parent. If I say I want my kids to have a degree in STEM, and you go in that bitch and come back with a communication degree, don't call. I'm, I'm not paying for that. You can go to work and you can pay for that communication degree or that dance degree on your fucking own. And if they become successful, would you pay them? No. That's crazy. If you became successful, that's crazy. You did it on your own. You can you can you can bask in that. But no, I'm guiding you this way. Because I know what's going to be successful out in this world. Now, don't get me wrong, these motherfuckers go out there and get a dance degree, get a communication degree, be successful. But that's a gamble. List that percentage Next to a motherfucker That go get a STEM degree And you I tell me the, the difference in success rate I look at it like I don't want to confine you To thinking Like to my thinking You get what I'm saying Because mm-hmm. your Your thought pattern May be bigger than I can ever think You get what I'm saying Because I'm not in your brain mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying So I want you to be Your own person Right But in the sense of that I have gave you the tools From my perspective mm-hmm. and, and from my perspective As you can see It works you get what I'm saying? It works. But if you choose to go do something else, hell, I may be like, now what the fuck you doing? But in that whole time, you know what the hell you doing. It may take you five years to get it off the ground. Right. You get what I'm saying? But I'm looking at it as long as you put in the work in, I'm with you. Now, if you just go be a bum and you a slouch and all, hell no. Nah. I, I agree with everything you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But if you go in that route of, hey, Pop, I'm going this way, goddamn me. Hey, I don't know how I don't know how this road look. You don't know how this road look, but I'm going to go light the path. I'm going to go do this shit here. I'm rocking. Because I know you putting the work in, I know what I instilled in you. You you putting them same values on what you didn't right now, and you're learning something new. You get what I'm saying? That's how I look at it. Which so I, I don't want to put a a, a a a box on your brain or, or, or your thinking. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like I, I want you to be able to build something and all these type of things. So if you get somebody uh, of your partnership. You know what I'm saying? That give you a new style of thinking and all these type of things, and y'all going like y'all y'all progressing, y'all doing some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the path that y'all on. I'm with that. I'm all the way with that. But if the dude ain't shit, of course, yeah, I'm gonna be. What the fuck is you thinking? You get what I'm saying? Right. And and the thing is, I don't I don't disagree with that. The the only point that I disagree with is when you make decisions that go outside of the purview that I'm laying. That's a decision that you made that you're going to have to support. That's your decision. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to love you no less. I'm not going to do none of that. But I'm not going to support 
a situation where I know the percentage of it being successful is low. That's what I'm saying. Now, if you want to roll the dice and gamble, you go roll the dice and gamble. Do you? But when you decide, okay, you go out there, fall on your face or whatever, come back, hey, Dad, I'm ready to, I'm ready to do what I got to do. Then I'm going to support you to do what you got to do. But risking it or going off the path and, you know, improv and shit, do it. Go for it. But you're going to support it. I'm not supporting that shit. I'm supporting shit that has a high percentage of being successful. And, and that's the thing. So, again, decision-making, people can make their own decisions. But if I don't agree with it, I'm not, I'm not supporting that shit. And I, and I, don't, I just don't agree with it. That's just what it is. So, and, and, and to be honest, I would expect the same thing. If my parents did me the same way, say, you know what, son, I want you to go out here and get an engineer. Go pops. I, I want to be a rapper. I would I wouldn't expect them to buy my studio time. I wouldn't expect mm-hmm. them to take me to concerts and take me to studio. No, fuck that. That's my decision. I'm gonna do it on my own. Mm-hmm. You didn't just like you said. You didn't instill the tools and the, and the mm-hmm. integrity and the decision making and all that shit. And I'm gonna use it going my path. And mm-hmm. I don't expect no support with it. Mm-hmm. And if I come to hard times or if I feel like damn this shit ain't working, I can always go back home and say, Pop, you know what? I tried it. Gave it everything I had. Didn't work. I'm ready to. I'm ready to go. Go with what you feel like. You know what I'm saying? Or what you gonna support? Yeah, I, I need your help. I need your support. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready to go this way. And that's how I'm gonna raise my daughter. Mm-hmm. That's just honest. But in terms of you know, the, the the man she choose like that shit is is overly important. And women are so gullible, mm-hmm. regardless of what you teach them. Just like Kenny just said, he knows. I know five women off the top of my head that had perfect examples of what a man should be. And was cra- hey, it was crazy. With, and went left with, with the other situation. It looked like she got a, a the first baby daddy was just a good dude. Like, like damn, how you missed twice? Damn, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. You had the good example, and you had a good dude. Nah, I'm damn, no chicks that got a what good, you really want? Good father <laughs> figure, solid, solid brother, solid cousin, and still pick a nigga that that don't measure up to what half the of them. She had three examples: solid brother. That's what I'm saying. Good baby daddy and a, and a good dad. And you still pick wrong. I'm not supporting that. Kenny, shit. what was good you luck. doing? I'm blaming you. I blame him. You hear me? I blame you. wasn't doing enough. You weren't short enough. You wasn't doing. I blame you. That's you hear that? I ain't let y'all. I don't know what you talk about. I ain't let y'all do that. I don't know what you talk about. On that note, man, we are gonna wrap this thing on up, man. Y'all boys, shout out to our social medias and things of that nature. Let's go, man. It's supposed to be you. So uh, no, it was supposed to be Kenny. He back. He the first one back. He ain't safe, man. Kenny, stop playing, bro. Did and Kenny go first? You normally went first. Hell no, man. It's you been know. a while, so I never go first. It's SMUV. You know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do go first. SMUV. I'm scoring. I'm scoring. And don't be mocking me. Don't be mocking me. You know what it is. You can catch me on 92.9 to be here at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> this is all right here for the Why? ladies. Why are you mocking me, man? <laughs> man you shut up. Get your ass. <laughs> Oh my god! Hey, he was right. I do go first. Oh my god! Cause I be out there. We know you do. My bad. So my bad. underscore fitness all platforms. Make sure y'all, you know, follow your boy S Five Podcast and you know everything else that we on. Man, just thank you for all the love and support that y'all been showing. A hundred episodes in, man. I just yeah, I can't say thank y'all enough for real, for real. Cause y'all continue to listen to us, whether right or wrong, indifferent. Y'all, y'all rock with us heavy. 
And, um, you know, it, it doesn't go unnoticed. We read just about every comment that comes through Patreon, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. We read them all. We even heard so, the, the hating one that called us misogynistic. Um, yeah, Obviously, that. you don't watch this show. So, That's like, crazy. Thank you, for real. Thank you. KT underscore Goodrich. Uh, tune in next time <laughs> on Dragon Ball C if I'm here or not. <laughs> 205. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Detroit AC, man, everywhere. Y'all know where the fire be at. Uh, make sure y'all follow the Cool Season pages everywhere. Keep commenting, liking, subscribing, even if y'all disliking, especially on YouTube. Like, dislike, whatever, but do something because that moves the video up in the algorithm. So y'all keep showing us love. Shout out to our Patreon members. <laughs> um, if y'all listening to this, Battle of the Sexes will be dropping this week. I'm going to start editing that probably tomorrow. We're going to get this thing rolling. I can't wait for y'all to see it. Um, You know, again, 100 episodes in. I mean, what the hell can we say? We out here kicking ass, and we plan on continuing doing so. Appreciate everybody that didn't show love. Appreciate everybody that didn't hate it. Appreciate everybody that's yet to get on the pod, uh, get on the bandwagon, but y'all on the way. We're going to welcome welcome y'all with open arms. So uh, just, just keep on showing love. On that aspect, we're going to get up out of here. Going right back to Kendrick, man. Record is called The Heart Part 5. Y'all ain't heard it. Y'all motherfuckers been sleeping under a rock, but we up out of here. As I get a little older, I realize life is perspective. And my perspective may differ from yours. I want to say thank you to everyone that's been down with me. All my fans, all my beautiful fans. Anyone who's ever gave me a listen. All my people. I come from a generation of pain where murder is minor. Rebellious and more jealous, a chip you for designer. Belt buckles and cloud overzealous and prone to violence. Make the wrong turn. Be your will of the will alignment. Residue burn. In the city, miscommunication to keep homo detector busy. No protection is risky. Desensitized, I vandalize pain. Covered up and camouflage. Get used to hearing arsenal rain. Analyze, risk your life, take the charge. Homies, don't fuck your baby mama once you hit the yard. That's culture. 23 hour lockdown. Then somebody called, said your little nephew was shot down. The culture's involved. I done seen niggas do 17. Hit the halfway house. Get out and get his brains blown out. Looking to buy some weed. Car washes played out. New GoFundMe accounts to proceed. A brand new victim. A shatter those dreams. The culture. To let y'all know what a nigga look like in a bulletproof rover in my mama's sofa was a doodle popper, hair trigger, walk up closer, ain't no photoshopping, friends bipolar, grab you by your pockets, no option if you froze up, I always play the offense, niggas going to work and selling work, late for work, working late, praying for work, but he on paperwork, that's the culture, point the finger, promote ya, remote location, witness protection, they go hold ya, the streets got me fucked up, y'all can miss me, I wanna represent for us. New revolution was up and moving I'm in Argentina wiping my tears Full of confusion Water in between us Another peer's been executed History repeats again Make amends Then find a nigga with the same skin
deal with the pain when you're sober. By tomorrow, we forget the remains, we start over. That's the problem. Our foundation was trained to accept whatever follows. Dehumanize the sensitive, scrutinize the way we live for you and I. Enemy shook my hand, I can promise I'll meet you. In a land where no equal is your equal, never say I ain't told ya. Nah, in a land where hurt people hurt more people, fuck calling it culture. <laughs> When they come back around The purpose is in the lessons we learning now Sacrifice personal gain over everything Just to see the next generation better than ours I wasn't perfect, the skin I was in I truly suffered Temptation and patience, everything that the body nurtures I felt the good, I felt the bad, and I felt the worry But all in all, my productivity has stayed urgent Face your fears, always knew that I would make it here Where the energy is magnified and persevered Consciousness is synchronized and crystal clear Euphoria is glorified and made his Reflecting on my life and what I done Paid dues, made rules, change out of love Them same views made schools change curriculums But didn't change me staring down the barrel of that gun Should I feel resentful I didn't see my full potential? Should I feel regret about the good that I was into? Everything is everything, this ain't coincidental I woke up that morning with more heart to give you As I bleed through the speakers, feel my presence To my brother, to my kids, I'm in heaven To my mother, to my sis, I'm in heaven Father to my wife, I am serious, this is heaven To my friends, make sure you count them blessings To my fans, make sure you make them investments And to the killer that spared up my demise I forgive you, just know your soul's in question I seen the pain in your pupil when that trigger had squeezed And though you did me gruesome, I was surely relieved I completed my mission, wasn't ready to leave But fulfilled my days, my creator was pleased I can't stress how I love y'all I don't need to be in flesh just to hug y'all The memories recollect just because y'all Celebrate me with respect The unity we protect is above all And Sam, I be watching over you Make sure my kids watch all my interviews Make sure you live out our dreams we produce Keep that genius in your brain on the move Until my neighborhood let the good prevail Make sure them babies and the leaders out of jail Look for salvation when troubles get real Cause you can't help the world until you help yourself And I can't blame the hood the day that I was killed You had to see it, that's the only way to feel And though my physical won't reap the benefits The energy they carry on and mix still I want you